0: due to suggestive adult themes and dialogue this podcast is intended for adults in other words the truth is ugly so we get ugly right along with it everything we say is out of love for ourselves our people and our community sincerely the green route podcast
1: so y'all i have my incredible amazing just beautiful gorgeous fly as the fuck friend um with me so we actually met uh, at AT&T um, I don't even I, I think I may have been In my first job With AT&T When I met you um, At the center Up in Richardson mm-hmm. And so yeah I met her through Another great friend of mine Who will be on the show Crazy enough Soon enough I can't wait um, Yeah that's gonna be fun And so Cause his
0: driving motor Is so hilarious
1: <laughs> He really He really is <laughs> He just He sneaks it in there He sneaks it in there So We met y'all And um, Really it was You know I knew Latoya Through Excuse me Marve and then Latoya and I started to develop our own relationship um when I went to headquarters downtown and since then like you know we just started hanging out outside of work and genuinely became friends um Latoya is everything media everything fashion um journalism um entertainment so long story short, like, look for this lady. You know what I mean? Like, I'm waiting for her to leave the corporate job so she can just go on and be a media mogul. That might be happening too. Uh, I'm just saying, I'm just saying, like, the checks are right. If the checks come correct, why not? So, yeah, so she is um, not only in marketing and media for AT&T, but also the vice president, the newly minted vice president. You should show the plaque now. This is a great time to show the plaque. Let me put the camera on you. The newly minted vice president of Dallas Weekly, y'all, um, as of about a month ago now. Yes, she was the managing editor, and now she is the vice president, and that is an testament, like an attestation to her hard work. Um, to how she just pours into people, into the community, um, into everyone she touches. So I'm so excited to have her with me. She is also a fashion model, a <laughs> stylist, like you can tell by the fit. Like details are everything. <laughs> details are everything. Details matter. I'm saying, I'm saying, accessorize, How accessorize. So, so yeah. And, and the, the mother of an incredibly talented daughter who I promise we are going to see on TV or here on the radio or something When that baby decides which path she She wants wants to take with her talent, she yeah she's absolutely incredible. So um yeah welcome Latoya Henry y'all. Listen
0: I'm excited to be here. (laughs) I'm such a fan. No, I love the space. The space is uh, is amazing. The drinks (laughs) are flowing liquor and it's super good. Um and I just I love what you're doing. I love your heartbeat. I love your passion. Thank you. I love that you're consistent. People think that, you know, you have to have a large following to do things like this. Yeah. You don't have to have a plan. Yeah. You hit go. You hit live. Yeah. And you flow. That's right. You stay consistent. And that's what I admire about you is Thank that you. you have been consistent through and through. Thank you. And I know you're going to just go far and I'm excited to just watch you grow Thank and you. just develop more. So, I'm super excited to be here. Listen, Mila sent me a whole little... A rundown, a little listen, rundown and I didn't look at nothing So listen, <laughs> don't hold me to nothing
1: I'ma say But I'ma keep it real with you I love it, I love it What's crazy y'all is, um, yeah, you know I sent the topics last night because we, we try to stay close to what the news cycle is doing And then today, it was like two or three big stories popped And I was like, damn, should I add that to the lineup? So actually, I'ma give a quick rundown of that shit real quick Did you throw Holly Berry in there? I did not, I did not yeah, but we okay and, Okay, that's all I'm gonna we, say so so we used to do quick hits you wanna do some quick hits real let's quick let's do some quick hits let's do some quick hits alright story number one I'm gonna start the, with the more serious way and then we can move to Holly Berry's ancient <sighs> ex-husband um, so number one not sure if y'all heard about this but I was coming in the house and I just happened to look at the TV and the headline said that leader of the Wagner Group. So remember the guy who um, had help, had hoped to stage a coup in Russia? Yes. So the guy who Putin has employed, him and his soldiers to help to actually fight the war in Ukraine, the Wagner Group. <laughs> well, apparently he died in a plane crash today. Right outside of Moscow. I want to point that out. Um, yeah, so the speculations, the speculation is because. that it was shot down. Right. The plane was shot down by Russian missiles. I also want to put out there. So remember, we've been talking about Niger. Yeah. The coup that was staged there. Niger is literally and potentially right on the like in the center of destabilization of a lot of um, of a lot of like domestic um, policy within Africa, but also diplomatic relations across Across the the world. Because, I mean, think about what's happening with BRICS, South Africa, all of that, right? So Nigeria has been the center of a lot of contention with countries like America, South Africa, Kenya, all of that because to lose that means that, like there's just a lot of destabilization in the area. Apparently, the military leader who took hostage, the democratic the democratically elected president in Nigeria, had been talking to the Wagner group about helping them to put the government back in the hands of civilian rule. So as much as I love to believe that Putin was up Come to on. this on him, like by himself, there are too many people invested in too many pots that the Wagner group was involved in for this to just, in my opinion, to just be a Putin Russia thing. Just my thoughts. No, I 100 agree with you. Yeah. And I will say that when I was watching BBC, they actually showed a picture of the leader of the Wagner group and one of the military leads from Niger shaking hands. So I don't think that we are on our own in believing that this could be bigger than just. It's definitely bigger. The potential. So you coup. definitely got to watch. Yeah,
0: it's going to unfold, and the truth is going to come out. Yeah, yeah. Like, it, or will it? I think it
1: will. Okay. Oh, I, I think it will. I, now it might be I, a it's easy to of blame Putin though. I, yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. It's easy yeah. to blame, but
0: years come, the truth is gonna come out. Yeah. People gonna fold. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Somebody gonna say something to somebody in a bar and somebody gonna overhear it. Yeah, and like, like the truth is gonna come out. Yeah, it 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 was pretty bad, y'all. It's it's pretty bad to really think about. This this man and they've been searching for him for a minute. So I remember after the whole coup, the, the attempted coup thing. And they were like Right. They were like, right, they was like <laughs> is he in Belarus? Where is he? And uh, somebody found out his plane was taken. And it was his plane. Point that out. This wasn't no like commercial flight. You know what I mean? This was How his many shit. How other
0: people were on the plane? There
1: were 10 total on the plane. And all 10 are um, Russian media are saying that they are being confirmed deceased. I hate to hear that. Yeah. Yeah. So um. So yeah. yeah that's our have to come down I, because. Of and when you see the video, it's like, uh, that wasn't no mechanical error. Absolutely not. Um. So yeah, it's uh, So so that's crazy. So that's that's the number one quick hit. Um. The second thing, y'all. The RNC debate is set to start within the hour. Um. I think it's well almost thirty minutes. It's nine p.m. Eastern time, I believe. Trump will not be there. We knew Trump was, like, thinking about, okay, how am I going to take viewership from the RNC debate? And he even said, like, I don't need to be there. People know who the fuck I am. Like, y'all need to go get you some publicity, right? Of course. He's not lying. He, like... I mean, when you are the clear front runner, I think something like 40-some-odd percent or maybe even 50-some-odd percent... It's like a waste of time. Like, yeah, we're still voting for Trump. 91 charges. You know my fucking name. 91 charges. And he was, like... (laughs) Of course you know me. <laughs>
0: Thanks for giving me
1: the free publicity. Right. So, he also got to prepare to turn himself in tomorrow in Atlanta.
0: Are we waiting for this? Are we excited?
1: About Atlanta? I think Georgia is going to be a very special case. Um, I think Fannie Willis has a really strong case. Um some of some of the like the others are strong don't get me wrong but like Fonnie Willis like she has like the phone call right the recordings how long you think he's gonna stay there because I think he got like oh he's 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 gonna be out on two hundred thousand dollars bail tomorrow yeah. yeah he won't actually go into a sale or he's gonna anything. take a mug shot I would love to see a mugshot. put them Chanel bracelets on him <laughs> that would be cute <laughs> Trump, give us a mug shot, cause see that would give also us your raise best that would raise look. his street cred too. Yeah. Like you know what I mean? Yeah. If he got a mug shot, that that would be pretty crazy. Because I have a message to our people. Okay, let me with the upcoming election. Mm-hmm.
0: I want Democrats to understand that we, as a community, as Black people, we're not voting Democrat just because we're Black. No, <laughs> we're not. So like this debate that's happening people really need to tap into it Watch and it. look at seriously yes. because this election is so important. Mm-hmm. It's so important. You got to vote for the best candidate. At this point, we can't look at parties. That's real. You you can't look That's at real. parties. It's so important to look at the candidates and you need to so, Republican, we see who's the number one runner, but if you didn't like his presidency when he was running, you need to look at the other Republicans that's out there. That's right. Like, seriously. Yeah. And so, Democrats, y'all, they got to come because we're not voting just because you're a Democratic Party. Yeah, no. Like, I will write somebody in. Do you understand me? Because Demo- I'm not playing with
1: Democrats or Republicans. Democrats have taken our vote for granted for too long. Um,
0: and we... We're educated. Mm-hmm.
1: We got social media that's out here. Yeah, we can educate we each other. More.
0: Yeah, We're holding more people accountable. Yeah. So they got to come with it. That's real. And not take us for granted. That's very real. Because we're not taking the BS no more. That's very real. We're tired of your shit.
1: Dem- Dem- like Democratic Party, I-, I hope you hear the message. And matter of fact, Kenneth, uh, chop this up and make a clip out of it. Because 100%, like we are over having our votes taken for granted over and over again, only for Democrats to be like, oh, thanks for the votes. See you in four years. Yeah. You know and what I mean? my
0: people don't, I know we don't, it's, people don't like talking about politics, but don't be ashamed to say that you voted for Republican. Mm-hmm. Like, if that's what you did, that's what you did. But know why. That's my other thing. Yeah. Like, they know the reason why, but they just shame to say it because they feel like other black people are going to shame them for doing that. Stand bold in your decision. No, I, so so Be confident I, whoever inside.
1: whoever you vote for, cool with me. My thing is did you vote for selfish reasons and and here's the issue I have honestly with a lot of black men in particular who voted for Trump is because they were voting against against Hillary. They didn't want a woman in office. It wasn't we you have literally one of the most qualified people to ever run for president and Hillary Clinton. Let's be clear about her qualifications are there. Trump's are not. <laughs> they, they just were not there. 100. That's a hard... You got to <laughs> bring me back so we could talk about because <laughs> the way
0: that the world show up for men and how they don't
1: show up for women. Y'all was mad about pantsuits and emails? Y'all's mad about it's her wearing pants, tweets, and emails. It's beyond me. When he's talking about grabbing by the pussy, and you got a mama and sisters and aunties and a grandma. And like, not- So, so my thing is this, specifically black men, because you will notice that the Republican Party has begun to cater to you all more and more and more. Like stroking y'all egos. Yes, be careful. Do understand this. They know that y'all want to be in the demographic of the Supreme. Yeah. The That's problem is white supremacy wasn't built for y'all. Mm-hmm. It was never meant to include you. And so the way you talk about. Can you say that again? Never It was never meant, meant to include you. So the way, you know, the ego is being stroked is like, oh, you know, you can lead, you know, the community and you can, you know, have everything you want. these women, these feminists need to know their places. And it's just like, okay, these women, these feminists have been holding our community down since we got here. And we're going to still hold it down when your ass leave. So so if you are voting Republican, I'm I'm not mad at you. I really am not. I would just ask that you have a logical reason that that is wrapped up in more than your ego mm-hmm. for doing so. If the policy is right, if they can meet the agenda that is good for both you and the community and potentially. and, and I guess I should add your family, yeah. then sure. I, one of my friends Matter of fact Nathan Who um who was on the show A couple weeks ago He said And I'll never forget He was like I don't care What black people vote for We need to vote for The person that can Take our agenda And say yep I can meet these things Whoever can meet The most things on our list It doesn't and that's, matter What party and you, We
0: can't look at the party That's it Like That's, that's why it. when you say Democrats have taken us For granted for years Yes
1: Because that's what We were taught
0: mm-hmm. You know It was like that
1: Unspoken well, they, word they, they speak a lot of like They speak of A lot of our language Language when it comes to social issues. So like, oh yeah, we believe in free childcare and you know shared services and all and and we and we do believe in that. They're the problem the is right they narratives. don't deliver any yeah. of it. The problem is they never deliver, they campaign on it. And, you know, they may give you a crumb and then it's like, well, I got to run again because I couldn't get all that done in four years. And so it really is a way to perpetuate keeping them in a job to make sure I don't fix enough. I fix, I fix just enough. I don't fix too much though. So I can keep myself. I'm giving y'all a little hope. That's it. Just, just a tad. So, so yeah, I, I genuinely don't care who you vote for. Just really think through the reason you are voting and make sure that it's not wrapped up in your own personal ego mm-hmm. and that it's about the greater good. Because to be honest, like, you know, you always hear that like, oh, black women are the conscious of this country, but we, we almost have to be because we've always had to think of the greater. We've always had to think and of we're community. The
0: smartest. Um, I'll go ahead and say that. I'm
1: gonna say it again in the camera.
0: <laughs> and we're the smartest, please. No yep. Put some respect on our name Put some okay? respect on my name Put some okay. We are the standard Black women are the standard I know y'all think White men are white. Wi- Black women We are the standard Okay Please and thank
1: you I I, I can't disagree I, I can't disagree at all Okay you want to talk about um, Holly Berry And this husband of hers So Holly Berry yeah. um
0: $8,000 <laughs> In An alimony Joint <laughs> Custody. Okay. She still has to pay full tuition. hmm After school extracurricular activities. Are those her children? Yes. And I think this is split between two different men. Wait. Don't quote me, but I... What do you mean it's split? The $8,000? Yeah, I think... So they're getting 4000 a piece. I don't know how the, the breakdown <laughs> is, but... <laughs> And I know so let's let's get this straight. 8000 dollars a year, I me mean, a month is nothing. But it's the principle. For Halle Berry. Now, it's, I'm gonna tell you right now who not freaking paying 8000 dollars a month. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some people don't even make 8000 dollars annually. Thank you. And you're talking about a month. So, okay, so, so I don't know the split they between joined, two different men. It's joint. So I don't know for sure, for sure. Okay. I was reading, but so hmm. Holly and the husband, the ex husband, it's like Monday through Wednesday, and then Thursday through Sunday type deal. Then they alternate weekends,
1: mm-hmm. so
0: it's really
1: split. And she still has to pay eight thousand dollars a month. I ain't that a shame? I mean, Mary J. What was that fool action for? Uh, 20,000, something his like ass that. Kicked. And then wasn't even her kids. Then was his kids. He need his ass kicked. I just, I'm, I'm, all right, princess. You know what I mean? Like, relax, y'all. If you're a man tuning in, can you put in the comments? Like, We, we would actually really
0: love to know. We would why? love to know. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about this? How, t- tell us how you feel about this. Mm-hmm. And then tell us why men try to come. And then when you get to a point where you're engaged, you're about to get married and a woman want to sign a prenup, the men get in their feelings. But this is why. Because you're not about to take all the money that I worked hard for. Are you serious right now? Would you make a man sign a prenup? Hell yeah. Okay. Do you know my
1: name? Yeah. Oh,
0: absolutely. <laughs> Listen here. My name, Oh, ho- Wait. <laughs> My net worth, come on now. I love okay. that. Okay, I love that. I'm speaking that. that to existence. Hallelujah. Amen. But I'm Amen. just saying, like, you're not about to take yeah. nothing from me and mine. Yeah.
1: It eight.
0: I mean, eight thousand is on top of tuition. Yeah. Extracurricular
1: activities and all so those other things. That's that's for him to like be kick it with. She has to pay that. That's I mean, what I I wish I remembered the number from Mary J when she was getting divorced, because yeah, I it remember was a, it was a crazy number. It was alimony, a, like It was crazy. it was nuts. Yeah. And I'm like, I know Mary J makes makes money. But Jesus Christ, like, is that what we doing out here? But let a, let a woman do it. She a gold digger. She, uh, you know what I mean? I, mm. She can't hold her own. Yeah. She a
0: trick. Yep. She a bitch. Yep. This, that, and the third. Black women always want money. And this, that, and the third. All these bitches. Can we moms. do a, a, a let me, let's talk about uh, Irv Gotti. What he do? Because he, he was talking about <laughs> <know, well>, <laughs> What did Irv Gotti do? Can he we talk about how much he worth? I guess he sold all his stuff and he worth X amount of dollars. But he, like, he don't like dating black women because all they do is want money.
1: What else you got to offer, Irv? Because that face ain't hidden. <laughs> this we know. <laughs> Must be the bag because it ain't but your face. The, this is
0: the rap that black women get
1: when. You know, like it, like the, the I, I, mm, we gonna have to do an episode we on gonna like have to, stereotypes. We
0: talk about these the stereotypes talk about these black men because I even have some of my family yeah. that I'm disgusted with.
1: We you know? we'll have to talk about stereotypes, and it's it's crazy as a black woman who has never been a stereotypical black woman. Like it, it, like I I get the insight of black men because they trust me and they talk to me given I'm not the stereotypical, you know, black woman. And sometimes I'm like, the logic is ju- like, did you make that up? Who told you that that was the truth? Like, They made that shit up. They, I think and a lot of them hear sense. it from one another. And it's just like, it becomes their gospel. And so, yeah, we, we gonna have to do a, um. Cause they listen to the other clown ass friends. Uh-huh. We gonna have to do an episode on, um, on stereotypes. And oh, maybe can that's one that? that me, you and Laura can I do together. Yes. That would be cute. That would be real cute. All right, hey, we gotta we gotta hop into these topics. We gotta hop into these all topics because right, go. we're gonna be here all night. Let's go. All right, first things first. Let's. Why don't we be- talked about one of them already. Which one? Your boy, Trump. 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 Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah. He's okay. So we can we can just go on and knock that one out real quick. So Trump is gonna turn himself into the Fulton County Jail. Um, tomorrow, the, but the tomorrow. whole point of that, the whole point of that um, that story was to talk about the fact that Trump is going to be out on two two hundred thousand dollars bail. Mm-hmm. Now, the Fulton County Jail, if you are not aware, is notorious. It has been Oof. investigated time and time and time again because of how many inmates have died in the custody <clears throat> um, as prisoners in, in in that space. There were fifteen last year. Mm. There have been, I believe, five or six already in 2023. Are they investigating this? Mm-hmm. There is, there is now an investigation going on. What's crazy, though, one of those deaths, and this just oh, it ate, it ate me up. No pun intended, to read it. One of the deaths. His name was Lashawn. I cannot remember his last name yet, but um, this man was eaten alive by insects and bed bugs in his cell. Mm. Like that's how dire the conditions are. That's horrible. So the whole point of that story was really to address number one that, um, of course, Trump will be turning himself in and that he will be released on bond because he has the funds. But number two, that he two hundred. That's right, dollars two hundred k, which to Trump is nothing. Yeah, right. He probably paid one of his ex wives alimony every month two hundred k. Like, is nothing. That's that's like one of his kids. You know. Allowance or something. Allowance. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so for, for him, it's nothing. But, you know, he's going to this prison where if he were not wealthy, he would have to sit there. Right. Exactly. If he could not bail himself out, bond himself out. The other thing that I really wanted to point out is that cash bail has been a topic of discussion for a while because it really does continue to criminalize the poor while it. Rewards and sets free the wealthy. So Illinois um, had a law that passed maybe last year. I want to say it was last year. And people were calling it the Purge Law. Do you remember hearing about that? Okay. People were calling it the Purge Law, but that was actually a narrative spun by um police supported publications. Um, To to push that narrative. So what the law actually did was say, hey, as long as you were not um, arrested for any type of violent crime, we will release you until it's time for your court hearing, which if you know anybody who's been in that system in the criminal justice system, like it happened to my own uncle. Because people cannot bond out, they lose everything, their homes, their jobs, because you can't work. You you are literally restricted to this space. Right. You could be held for having two blunts in your pocket. And if you don't have the money to bond out, you literally lose everything, everything, everything. So what Illinois did was say, hey, like this is literally discriminating against poor people. And it's allowing potential rapists and, or, you know, we're on TikTok. So excuse me, TikTok It's, it's allowing people who have been convicted of violent crimes to get out because their daddy can pay or because they have a big bank account. So Illinois was the first state to say we're, California tried it and it didn't pass. Illinois was the first state to get it done. And it was actually challenged so much so that um, that part of the law was held up in court and it wasn't implemented. But now it is. And I appreciate it because it does allow people who may be, number one, wrongly accused, but held on something super petty, super petty where they are not violent. They're not any flight risk. They really should be released on their own recognizance to get out and continue their lives and also build their case with their attorney or with their public defender while they can move around and keep their lives intact. You think about how many families this breaks up when people have to stay in these prisons for sometimes months and years just to get a hearing, to get a trial, to get a court date. And I love the fact that Illinois is leading the way. So I, so actually, I, I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. However, okay. I'm from Detroit mm-hmm. and I, I, I watch
0: the news crime in a D mm-hmm. every day, me and my friend, we send each other stuff and it's like repeat repeated offenders.
1: Mm-hmm. You let them out. And they go commit another crime. But see, that's the thing about the law there are very specific rules to who can be released without a cash bond. Because that that is
0: my h- biggest problem.
1: Yeah, can't. It can you be a violent and- crime. It can't. So I I hear, and which is why people were, which is why it was so easy to spin the purge law narrative. Because they're like, when you think about the purge, the movie, right? People yeah. out there murdering people. You are, n- they no judge in Illinois is like, oh, they saw you kill somebody? All right, I'm gonna let you out. Like, no, it, it could be as simple as I got caught with two blunts and they arrested me for it because it's not decriminalized in the state that I live in. Mm-hmm. And and how many people do we know that had just a little bit on them, just a little bit, not yeah. enough to distribute, right? Not enough to sell, but are literally being locked up and being held and losing everything. So So if you actually go read through the law, I do agree with it because there are very specific rules. If you're like a convicted felon of a violent crime, no, nah, I'm gonna keep hold your you. ass. Yeah. Hold you. Keep your ass in jail. But, but if it's if I if I picked you up on jaywalking and your bail is fifteen thousand dollars and you don't have it, can you imagine you're going to lose so much for, for walking across? And the street? You probably had an asshole cop in the first there place. There you go. There you go. It and and it also, also it makes the cops prove that you committed the crime. That's the other thing. Mm-hmm. So if they pick you up and they're like, oh, you're, you're, you know, a suspect in a, in a, in a crime, I'm going to hold you here. Right. I'm, I'm arresting you, um, uh, because I suspect you did this. You fit yeah. the narrative or, or whatever. Right. It makes the cops actually go prove that, the, <laughs> that this you person did. committed the crime. You can't just keep me locked up in here. Cause you think right. That, that I did something. So, I I definitely hear you, but that I think that's why it's important. And the same way you talked about, um, you know, people watching the debate and really understanding what these candidates are talking about. Like, y'all, it is so important to actually read Read. these laws and read these policies because it's born on the
0: Internet. Like you have to go out there and do your own research in your county. It's so important. Yeah. Like sometimes I'm like, oh my God, I don't know what's going on. Let me, let me Google Mm -hmm. real quick Mm -hmm. and read and make sure I understand before I go because it's so
1: important. Yeah. And to know the details, because if not, you kind of open yourself up to things like the propaganda of the whole purge law thing. Yeah. And I mean, I I watched black people spreading that narrative. And finally, I did a TikTok video on it and was like, hold on, let's back it up. (laughs) Yeah. Let's back it up and actually break down what this is and make sure that we are not helping to spread the narrative that's been fed to us about a law that's actually going to help y'all more than anybody else yeah. in this country. No, like, let's let's be clear. And again, California tried it and it did not it didn't pass on the ballot. And so and probably because people didn't research. There you go. And they didn't really know what it was about.
0: They didn't really know what it was about. I understand. Because sometimes right. now I listen, sometimes the language be real tricky. And on purpose. On purpose. <laughs> It'd be real tricky. Yeah. Nah. It'd be real tricky. But that's when you got to go do your research. That's it.
1: G- look, if he words in them bills, I'll be like, Google. Let Because
0: what, what does be this like mean? i like, so do you want me to say yes or no? <laughs> let me go back and reread Google, this. let me see what this
1: actually means. Because I don't trust y'all at all. <laughs> I thought oh, I was the audience person. I'd be like, uh, nah. so am I supposed to vote yes or no? I don't yeah. trust y'all at no. all. So, so, So yeah. Educate so yourself. That was the whole point, y'all, was to talk about, you know, how... Our former president is number one getting arrested again, <laughs> but also how he's going to okay. be released on bond from a prison that is notorious yeah, he's for losing predators. He's, yeah, but I hope he get that mugshot. I pray he gets that mugshot.
0: And then Trump, how cash bail. He us the mugshot.
1: And and how that cash bail really does impact people like us who may not, who may not have it, right? Yeah. Um, like I don't want my mama putting her house up to get me out. So just, you know what I mean? And that's, that's, that can be part of the, the other episode, right? Mm-hmm. Like when we talk about how that shit impacts how we build wealth yeah. in this country, right? Because how many people, grandmas and mamas, got to put their houses up on the line to get what them out? You know what I movie
0: mean? was that? Oh, my god, This is what I first introduced to. It. it was a movie. The mama done put the house up for the son, and the son done. He escaped.
1: Oh, no. So she oh, she lost her house? Yeah. Dang. Mm.
0: He escaped. It was, I think it was a movie with Oprah. It was Oprah. Now I'm gonna have to go look that movie up. Yeah,
1: cause are you not fooling me, some Oprah.
0: Yeah, the mama put the house up for the son, and that he done ran off
1: dang and okay lost house. we're gonna have to look that one yeah up. that's gonna be that might be yeah. my movie for tonight we're gonna yeah. we're gonna see it. this when i was young uh-huh. it was really introduced to like what's really going on yeah it it is so deep. mother's love it's so deep it's so deep so so yeah all right y'all so that that was first time and you're right we did kind of hit it so boom that one's out the way Bam. the second thing we should talk about is these goddamn student loans mm. so repayments start in october um, the White House released or launched, I'm sorry, their new repayment plans. Is it really um, new? Their new income-driven repayment plans. And some of them are new. I did look through it.
0: And So tell me what's new. Because let me tell you, my prayer is that I wake up one day and it says zero balance.
1: That is Wait, my prayer. So, okay, tell, tell, look into that camera and tell Biden what you want. Tell tell Daddy Joe what you need. Listen, <laughs>
0: and Big Papa Joe, let me just tell you. I would love for you to balance out mm-hmm. a zero my student loans. Mm. Can you make that happen, mm-hmm. please? Please, big daddy. Thank you, please. Because the shit is ridiculous, okay, <laughs> Jojo. Hey, Joe. Jo. Listen, Papa Jo. I'm love not. We're not playing with you. And I he's still in loans. Like, listen, if it's over twenty years, let's cancel that shit out. Like, I love seriously. It. Like, let's go. I love it. Like, why are we keep wasting energy and time on it? Just cancel the shit out and let's so, move on and
1: forward. Like, so crazy enough, that's actually part of the plan. So it's based on your income rather Which than is your, bullshit. your balance. It's bullshit. Well, so okay, so some of the percentages have changed too. So remember like some of the repayment plans was like oh, I still can't afford you it. You can't I still can't <laughs> let, afford let it. Let okay? me tell you, I ain't got it, Joe. I ain't got I still, it. I still can't afford it. because Income driven, I don't care how much the soul it's still bullshit. It let me tell you the when I was I, I was I no I was on a standard repayment plan when I first got out of business school. When I first got out. Ask me how much my um my student loan payment was. How much was it? Over a thousand dollars a month. Mm-hmm. I, as a brand new business school graduate who, I mean, I was making decent money. I believe it. But it wasn't like I was killing the game just yet. You know what I mean? Even if you are
0: killing the game, it's still ridiculous. It it was it was terrible. Based on your income, yeah. I'm a single parent. Mm-hmm. My income is decent. Mm-hmm. I Have mortgage, mm-hmm. car note, <laughs> extracurricular activity. My kid is Alone. like 10 bills Alone. Okay, yeah. And you think like seriously? Yeah. Okay. And I know. Listen, the government don't give a fuck about none of that. I know they <laughs> I don't give
1: don't. a fuck about none of that shit. But <laughs> it's still
0: like it, let's keep it real in the reality of yeah. it. Yeah. Cancel the shit out, Uncle Joe, Papa Joe, my- whatever you want me to call you,
1: Big Daddy Joe what, You want you me to them? send you my number. Maybe some feet Listen. pictures. Like you got pretty feet. Yes, That would be <laughs> cute.
0: Because it's ridiculous. That, so when you, you say income driven, that shit don't tickle my fancy. Yeah, well, income it
1: driven makes me more angry. A specific <laughs> a specific portion of your income, which is going to be lower than the income driven payments I was on before this. But also, there. Matter of fact, let me pull. <clears throat> let me pull up. Let me pull some facts The fact up. sheet for okay. you. Pull up the facts. Okay. Because so I'm not believing this shit. It has to be 10 to between 5 and 10% of their discretionary income. So that means after all your bills, and your baby is a bill. 10. Five ten bills, <laughs> five to ten percent of what's considered discretionary. So that means my going out money or drinking money. I you gonna take five to ten percent of that compared to what I was paying. I'll actually take this. i I'll, I'll take that. I can have a few drinks here at the house. before we go, go out when does this go into effect? Um, the repayment start in October. Well, so
0: let's revisit this after October and let's see, <laughs> we'll for see real, how for it real,
1: goes. Um, let me see. So also, also, also also, Um, because I'm really sick of student loans like seriously so okay because then Biden tell us that he was gonna clear that shit like after 120 payments so 10 years is now the new because I think it was 20 before right you graduated
0: over 20 years ago no
1: 100% so I graduated in 2015 I'm about due and I was paying up until 2020 so I'm I am praying and we don't know yet but I am praying that those payments count because that was are they gonna backdate? That's what I. That's what I want to know. If those payments count, because that's five years of payments right Cause there.
0: Because if you backdate, baby, clear me out right now, <laughs> <laughs> Papa Joe. We good to go. <laughs> <laughs>
1: we <laughs> go ahead and clear me right on out now. <laughs> we good, baby. We good. He's about to perk me up, and I get excited. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Look. Low (laughs) look, I and the thing is like I did a pretty decent job at like chopping my shit down while in those five years. Listen, I the thing is I was like, I don't want this hanging over my head. I wasn't working in any type of what is like public service, was like people who were getting forgiven. So I really did at the time I'm working for a for profit company. Yeah. I didn't have any chance of forgiveness. None. And so for me it was just like I just gotta Can you forgive
0: my friend too, Papa Joe?
1: Please please. I'll put the camera on me.
0: Please forgive my friend Hi. and me. Hi. I,
1: I can also help you with some policy if you like.
0: Listen, she got the a
1: fee. Trade by trade. And, um, yeah.
0: Listen, Papa Joe, we're a good time. Okay. <laughs> Listen. If nothing else, we are a good we time. We drink, we
1: cuss, and we talk politics, <laughs> goddammit. Listen, drink. we are a good time. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So um so yeah, they released that again. Repayments are going to restart in um in October. What's crazy is like Retailers are now getting worried. Like, wait, we've been having these record profits, right? Because people have had all this extra money to spend. They've been able to raise prices like crazy.
0: They, do, do retailers really think that, like, because they haven't paid student loans, that people got extra money because of that?
1: Well, for a while they did, right? Like, remember, I, I don't know about you, but I was saving a shit ton of money when quarantine hit and they paused them student loans. I got my backyard done. I got shit done around. I had all kind of, and number one, it was because we weren't going out as much. I, I want to admit that. Cause let me but say so. Mel likes spinning. to go out.
0: Mel, one of the friends I got to like put on do not disturb. Cause she always want to go out, but go ahead. Sorry.
1: Me? Oh, me? I'll be at the house y'all. I'll be right here. at Now, will I invite you to my house so we can pop a bottle? 100%. We'll go out to that fire pit, to that deck and act a fool. Put some, put a little something on the grill. So what they say black people as soon as it get a little warm let's throw something on the grill listen it can be cold outside we're gonna throw something on the grill we're gonna throw a little something on the grill because one thing i do really enjoy y'all i'm gonna be honest is this house i love being at my house and so to it's have so people mm-hmm. that i love here with me eating drinking having a good time listening to music i'm here now i will hit them streets don't get me wrong i might go to black canvas this week you going
0: I think I was going next week.
1: Oh, okay. Maybe I'll go next week then.
0: Next week is like a big thing. For what? The 31st.
1: No, oh. Is it?
0: Yeah. They like selling promo and tickets.
1: No. I got a date next week. Okay. I can't go next week. I'm going to have to go this week. Anyway, what are we talking about? Shout out to Gabe and GS and, yeah, yeah. and uh, Rockstar and Kev, and Kev and our friends over there. Those y'all are, are friends. Y'all our are friends. friends are so
0: dope. Listen, if you don't have dope friends... Get some rethink, (laughs) rethink (laughs) your life seriously. Talk
1: to the Lord, rethink your life,
0: and let's talk to Papa Joe about these
1: student loans. Yeah, yeah, and and for our dope friends because I know I a few of our dope friends that we just talked about like they also have student loans, and um, And a lot of them wake up one day and they're just like. Zero.
0: Let me tell you. Like I just want my balance to be zero I'm still praying that prayer
1: mm-hmm. I'm writing my prayer journal That's <laughs> student it. Yeah. loans zero balance I'm talking to the cosmic crew about it it's real it's real yeah. um, alright so next story y'all and this one it's a good news story but y'all already know I gotta talk about the why of mm-hmm. the story so okay Burger King employee have you heard about this one he worked for the company 20 years never missed a day never took a sick day what city and state was this in? Mm, let me look right now. Hold on. Look that up. So while I look that up, never missed a day, right? <laughs> Work when as he retired,
0: phenomenal.
1: when he retired, he was given a, oh, Las Vegas. He was at the um the airport in Las Vegas. He worked at the airport. Oh, so, it so was a good one. Mm-hmm. Yep. So um he was given a bag of candy. Hold on. This already some bullshit. <laughs> they gave this motherfucker a bag of candy. Okay. Um, okay, I got to pull up the actual. There we go. Um, a movie a movie ticket. One. It sounds like one. It was singular. It wasn't a plural. It was it no It wasn't S. a pair of it tickets. Was- he, he couldn't take nobody with him to the movies. Okay. Baby had to go solo to the movies. Um, they gave him a movie ticket. <laughs> a coffee cup. I pray it didn't have Burger King on it. Jesus. And a few other small items for working over 20 years at Burger King without ever missing a day. Let me tell you something about me, baby. Girl. I'm going to miss me a few days. Because I'm going to have a sniffles. My allergy is going to be acting the up. The work ethic mm-hmm. and the integrity of this employee. Mm-hmm. Freaking phenomenal. Phenomenal. But Freaking I, phenomenal. I applaud you. I you know them kids like when you was in school they got like perfect attendance. Like you never missed a day since kindergarten. That was me. Hell no, that wasn't me. That was me. Let listen. Me. Child. Mom
0: and Papa Henry, they made me go to school every day. No, nope. listen. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Deborah said I was sick. I couldn't go out and play.
1: Deborah oh. would walk in my room, especially in high school, and if I wasn't out the bed, she'd be like, You going to school today? And I'd be like, Mm-mm-I ain't gonna make it all right no problem and she would about, leave me right we there we're
0: talking about high school high school is a whole different story but oh. grade school
1: oh, oh wow. yeah but i mean when i graduated from high school like you they like people were getting awards for like never missing a day since oh, elementary or I something crazy they get that out of high school because if you didn't skip in high school what would you do if you didn't just feel like staying at the house some
0: days my in high senior school. year i didn't i i spent plenty of days at home let me tell you i spent plenty of of days at home. My senior I stayed in
1: high school. At, there were days my mother would walk in my room and look at me like, you ain't going to make it today. I'm not. I'm going to take me a day. And as long as I had all my assignments in, I ain't had no tests, nothing. Deborah would go on, right on to work and leave me where I was. My parents
0: didn't care. And I would force their signature look, on the Because
1: I was taking care of my business. It wasn't like I wasn't See, getting. I was sick. So that's why I didn't go to school. Oh, yeah. No, I ain't had no sickness. Yeah, my parents, it was just like, I'm like, look, I'm not feeling good today. I just, yeah. Today, I need a mental health day. I'm just not feeling it today. So this man ain't missed a day of work in 20 years. And that's what they gave him. So you know what the internet did? And sometimes I hate the internet, but sometimes it is a wonderful, beautiful, ghetto, ridiculous place. They raised oh, almost 500K for this man because he How had- How did story get out? He, um, that's, in, in, I believe NPR picked it up. Did he post about it? Did Burger King yeah, bragged
0: see. that they had somebody retiring for twenty years. Like, how do we find out that this man didn't get shit for when he retired?
1: Uh, I was happy because I did not know everyone
0: <laughs> get something. Oh my! So he doesn't have internet.
1: <laughs> he, no, he said I was happy to get this because I did not know everyone gets something. He He was happy to get the little package that he got. He doesn't have the internet. Oh, Lord. He doesn't Um, have his value or his worth. Oh, here's how it happened. Oh, I love this. So he was so grateful for the little trinkets he got. It says, Ford, a big believer in appreciating small gestures in life, showed off the goodie bag on TikTok. The the video went viral, partly because people were outraged on his behalf. While many on social media said they respected Ford's work ethic and positive attitude, they also argued that he deserved more than a bag of treats for priority. Yeah, Burger King His is job over his health That led his daughter To start a GoFundMe campaign last June In hopes of raising some money for her father To visit his grandchildren in Texas So he down We should, we should see if he in Dallas And find him
0: Dead ass Cause sir I would do a story on you mm-hmm. Because I'm angry right now at Burger King Burger King Exactly. You got 24 hours to respond I'm, to I'm, us. I'm because, putting that in listen. my notes. I'm going to try to find his daughter and see if they're anywhere close. But Burger King, you have 24 hours to respond because I need to know why you didn't do anything above and beyond a candy bag mm. and some little... Because
1: they're not required to.
0: I know, but still, like, as a leader... See, that's the difference between a manager and a leader, okay? As a leader, you want to show appreciation to... Your Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. and you've invested over 20 years. I'm gonna go to corporate. I'm gonna go to CEO and like, listen, we need to do something. Yeah, that's real. 20 and years and you, this man ain't never missed a and day and I bet you the manager didn't even advocate on his behalf no but see that's the difference between a manager, a manager and, and a leader, leader. say that because what on. they say
1: a leader will tell you to go do it a, I mean a, a manager will tell you to go do it a leader they'll roll up their sleeves and get in there you and get it done and so 100% agree so shout out to his daughter and that is on my list of things to do tonight I'm going to see if they're anywhere near Dallas yes, please list. do that because, because listen, yeah, I'm always looking for a good story to tell and and it but it, but so again part of the green rod right is the bigger implication here. And you asked the question, Burger King, why did y'all not do more? Like as a, as a as a company, a multi billion dollar so company, so many years of his life. That's right. To serving, serving your customers, That's right.
0: you know, I bet people were they came to Burger King, yep. just to see him. I'm sure people knew him on a first name basis, Mm. you know, and for him to be so grateful, you know, we're irate because we're like he deserved more Mm -hmm. because we receive more. But for him to be so grateful and so humble and so proud of the work that he did. Burger King, you're really disappointed. And you and let us down.
1: Let, let's talk about how it's not just a Burger King then. So when I start doing my my research, right, and I started digging deeper, what I found is that a lot of fast food places, a lot of fast food chains, when quarantine hit, when COVID-19, and remember there was this whole thing about, oh, well, these are our essential workers. And all of a sudden they were really important. Like the people who we usually shit on in this country were really important. You know what fast food places did? They start rethinking- their paid sick policies and trying to figure out how to get away with not paying hourly employees for being sick or being quarantined because they knew what it was. So when I look at stuff like this, I'm like, we have these companies that are literally trying to get out of paying people their due. Look at what happened with yellow trucking company, um, um, company just, what was that? About a month ago, right? When they went out of business, I think they're, um, I think they're headquartered in Memphis, if I'm not mistaken. You know, there was a a viral TikTok, which is another reason why I love that fucking app. A viral TikTok of a man going off because he's like, I have given decades to this company. You telling me that my pension is gone? It's not like, what are we talking about? Like, what am I supposed to do now? And it's a huge issue when I think... Government will not step in and say, like, ain't no way this man gonna work 20 years for you and he can't live after 20 years. So that is why I'm going to be honest. I love to see unions coming back. My mother was a union employee. I got to be close to the unions at a very young age. She worked for the County of Los Angeles. And so I saw what collective bargaining could do at a very young age. And I love to see the teamsters popping back up. Like they just cut a deal with UPS last night where I think 340,000 workers are now going to get raises where they can actually like live with the with the rising cost of living in this country and that's what happens when people get together and they're like yo we're not going to work for pennies yeah the
0: big three is going through that right now that's they're they're going through um with uh, the ice cube the
1: big three you said no chrysler Ford. oh the the auto Yeah, yeah 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 when i got to la a few weeks ago i was there for a family reunion there was a huge billboard by lax that was like um you know we support the writers and the actors strike the automotive industry has already decided to strike and it was like another another industry that was like don't make us join them and I was like I fuck with it I fuck with it yeah shout out to my dad who's been at one of the big
0: three for over 50 years I love it um but no if they don't get it right they're striking and they are striking. It's so, the beauty
1: of collective bargaining. Yeah,
0: like Starbucks. And I stand behind them. Amazon. You, know, you have to. You hundred percent. People. So let's talk about corporate for a second. Corporate blue collar. When you know your worth, mm-hmm. you can demand and you can expect more. Yes. And for so long, we never knew our worth.
1: Hmm. Are you? Are we talking about corporate or relationships? Because I feel like you're also. We could talk. You're also also sowing a seed into me. It it, it ties. It ties
0: off. She said, "When you know your worth, you ain't gonna accept the bare minimum." (laughs) But you know, you know, from corporate, they say, "Don't talk about your your pay. pay, Yes, don't Don't share. Yeah, you know, don't Mm -hmm. share that type of information." no let's talk about mm-hmm. it you know mm-hmm. let me know what you're making because if you're not making what i'm making then we need to go back to the hires if i'm not making what you're making then we need to go back and, and renegotiate mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. you got to stand up so i love like you said the unions coming together and standing up and not taking the bs i love it I love y'all it. go up on these prices and making all these cars and stuff but y'all don't want to pay the people that's making them stop playing with me and pay the people and this just goes beyond the automotive industry every corporation organization job pay your people you guys go up on all your products and services pay your people just pay your people stop playing them stop playing with me pay my pronouns are pay me (laughs) pay and me
1: (laughs) do you want me to say that again i just look i just shout out to shout out to mary for telling me our ig video had ended so we're back on okay Um, what mary say that I, our IG video had ended. So oh. I just restarted. Real one. Are you enjoying this? Listen. Real one. <laughs> um, no, 100%. Like I, I but ch- number one, shout out to your dad. Cause we, we have talked about her father time and time again. Listen. Who should have retired. Maybe it's like, I'm <laughs> going to the job. Listen, <laughs> I need to get out this guy. <laughs> let me tell you something. That man, if he ain't working, he going crazy. Okay. <laughs> that, he is going crazy. I actually really understand it though.
0: I I, I really I, understand it. It warms my heart because I'm like, if you stop working, I don't know what you're gonna do mm-hmm, with yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when that man, the nah,
1: my daddy has had perfect attendance. Oh, we should make him a plaque or something. Yeah, he he you know? has perfect attendance. That man do oh, not miss work. When he retires, like we should do like something. Like, he like, he does like, not that would miss be work. dope. That, but I you know I I, I love it because because working especially at something tangible like it's good for the soul. It's good to see mm-hmm. you know the thing. That you've created go and change society and help people's lives and all that which is why I think like
0: he love he take and he takes such pride I love it when he see them Dodge Rams on the street yep. oh he like yeah that's my that's, baby right yeah, there yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. but he also gets irritated because he works in repair okay so he talks about them little lazy ones that be on the line <laughs> that mess them car oh that mess them trucks up he be like it's this week gonna be rough I we love done it had like 500 trucks on the line I, we I done love had to repair I'm like daddy they
1: messing it up like that <laughs> so. I love no, I I love, you know, when I see people who um who really just enjoy what they do, you know and what they're I mean?
0: passionate about mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is good stock. This yeah. is the seed that you have in your company. That's right. 20 years at Burger Kings, like this man probably ain't never let nobody do nothing
1: get. Like he probably gonna save y'all so much money. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just think so about so much the- retention with the customers. Just, I mean, think about even the premium that you're willing to pay for good service sometimes. Like sometimes you're not going with the cheaper option. You're going where you know you don't have to worry, where the service is going to be good, where the quality is going to be there. And people like him, they're the reason that people go back to that particular store. They're the reason that when they go to the Las Vegas airport, it might be a Chick-fil-A right here, but I know my boy is down here and he going to give me extra fries in my bag every time. (laughs) Because I ain't going to lie, I ain't been a Burger King probably five years, but. (laughs) I mean, yeah, I, I can't. <laughs>
0: yeah but listen
1: they breakfast used to hit but I don't know.
0: Oh, no. You know their chicken sandwiches used to hit. Chicken sandwiches? Oh, the little long chicken sandwich. They were long. They were like ovals. Yeah. Yeah, I nice. remember when they came but out they with changed. those. they changed. the mayo or something changed.
1: Mm. But back in the day, oh, them chicken sandwiches and yeah. it's a cut it in half. Yeah. Me and Bernice used to go, that's my grandma. Me and Bernice, when they came out with them, we went to the one right on uh, Florence and Figueroa. If, you, if you're if from LA, you know what I'm talking about.
0: Florence, stop playing with me. My parents' side street is Florence. You love
1: yeah, I grew up on Florence and Broadway. That's funny, Florence and Pearson. I yes. love it. I lo- nah, like that one. Me and Bernice used to go through there, you know, on them days I wasn't going to school because my mom was like, "You good? You ain't got to go." And we would we would roll up. So now we be on the hunt for good turkey burgers. That's our turkey thing burger. now. We See, like a good turkey burger. Um,
0: in Detroit, the Burger King up the street from my parents' house was closed down because people kept getting robbed. So
1: yeah. understandable. Yeah, we can't.
0: Yeah, I just realized that when I was home last time. <laughs> we can't have that. Dude.
1: We can't. I mean, they might need to send old boy over there to run the place. Like he can get it in tip top shape around there Yeah. because yeah. we know that thugs will respect an elder if uh, it's the right elder. So yeah. so, yeah. Um. So Burger King, get right. Fast food places, get right. But also, you know, let, like real quick, let's have a discussion about retirement and the lack thereof specifically for our generation on. So millennials are in a very weird spot because of the generations before us, we have the least wealth at our age um, than then in comparison to boomers, to Gen X, all of that. And a lot of that is because um, the student loan crisis and the, the rising cost of living, um, inflation, but also that inflation wages have been stagnant. real. Yeah. Inflation yeah. is real. Plus our wages have not... They, they haven't kept up with inflation. So, I mean, when you really think about- do better. Please. For real. For real. Do better.
0: Pay your people. Inflation, ugh. For real. Because, I mean,
1: when you think about record-breaking profits, I'm like, that means you're either cost-cutting or your, prof, your revenues are going up. And that means that that is not flowing to your employees, right? So, when I was in corporate, my last job- think I got maybe a 4% raise, but we knew inflation was sitting at about 6%, which means I was taking a pay cut for even working for this company because my lifestyle was going to be more expensive than the increase that you gave me for the year. So when, you know, you, you can like bounce these percentages off of people and it looks great, especially if you're used to getting a one or 2% increase, but it's like, no, you have to keep up with the cost of living. Yeah, And so yeah, corporations like do better because our generation, no lie, not, not only is it very difficult for us to buy homes and get, interest rates. Can we talk about those and how the Fed has, what, what number was this? It's uh, freaking insane. What, what it Was was it the 10th or it's, it's been, an, it's been crazy. And we may be looking at another hike before the end of the year, right?
0: Which is, I'm so, I know you're grateful for when you purchased your home. Oh my God. I built my home a couple years ago, and I locked in at a significant rate. Yeah. Yeah. One of my good girlfriends just purchased a home, and I, my mouth
1: literally feel so I said, I was stay in it a five? Where is it? Higher. It's higher. to seven. Oh, my God. And see, I refied and put mine on a 15-year because that was going to give me an even better rate than what I got when I bought the house initially. Like I was on a thirty year when I bought, it and I was in the threes. I got in the twos just by putting it on a fifteen year. Like I can't imagine being close to seven. See,
0: I got mine in the twos when I built my
1: home. Yeah, I, it was nobody but God. That's crazy. Sevens, yes. And and I and the and with the price of homes right now, yo, insane.
0: So, insane. but a lot of people she, do, do a lot to just do a lot to be seen, but it's. That's one reason why people talk about me because they say I moved out to the country. I don't care. And did. I'm living beyond. I'm not living beyond my means trying to
1: keep up with the Joneses. Let me tell you something. That's right. Not at all. And
0: me and my baby love our home.
1: That's awesome. I I, I am here for one thing my grandmother told me, especially when I graduated from business school. She was like, um, find a lifestyle that you're comfortable with and regardless of how much money you make. Just kind of kick it there. like, And that will allow you to not have to work and grind for the rest of your life because you're not, what do they call it, a uh, lifestyle creep, right? So the more money you make, the more you spend, more debt you get in, that the more you real. have to stay in like the rat race yeah. to keep up with the, life, the lifestyle that you've garnered for yourself. And so that was probably one of the best pieces of advice I've gotten because, number one, I love my neighborhood. I love my house. But also, I could literally leave my job because... I didn't allow lifestyle creep to come up on me. Like, I could literally... talk about that one day? I could literally walk away and be like, She's I'm my hero. Mm-hmm. She's my inspiration. I'm good. I can make it happen because I've kept my, my lifestyle at a certain level where I know I can make this much money every month until, like, you know, this shit pop off and y'all start sharing my shit and we blow up. But, yeah, like, for me... I don't, and I don't need a big four thousand square foot house. Like it's me and two dogs. That's how <laughs> like, I feel
0: about me and my daughter. Like, yeah, I don't need a huge house. Like it's just me, her, and her friends because mm-hmm. they stay at my house for some apparent reason. Yeah, like I'm like y'all don't like going home. Like uh-huh. why are okay? But it's hey. it's comfortable. It's yeah. cozy. It's for us. Yeah. it's not over the top. When she go away to school, it's not gonna be just too much for me. Yeah, you know. I love it. Even though I plan to meet me a rich husband and...
1: Well, we're Big Daddy Joe might house. be interested. Listen, you know, I'm Jill might be so cool with it. She listen. might. She Not might. Jill, no offense. I'm just saying. My um my special Annette. Shout out to Annette. Um, but one day I laughed so hard because Annette. So she hates cooking, right? But she's married, so sometimes she's like, "Well, sometimes I gotta throw that out in the kitchen or whatever." So we were joking one day about like women who cook and clean all the time. She was like, "Shit, we need a wife. We about <laughs> to get us a wife." And I'm like, "So shit." Jill might be cool with it. <laughs> she like, hold on. She cute. She mm. talk about cooking. I should have brought us some chicken. We're gonna do it in the bigger space. But, so we can spread out. We like I, I genuinely I'm think we now. should do like this a it, um, I'm, I'm like a maybe a oh maybe a Kwanzaa episode. That would be cute. Oh,
0: that would be so cute.
1: We could do like chicken and like Hennessy, just keep it you just black that shit up. Just black it up in watermelon.
0: <laughs> watermelon's <laughs> going to be out of shaker. season. Let's do it with a salt shaker.
1: What else black people know for eating? Cuz watermelon's going to be out of season come December. We got to do something else. It's not going to be good. What's the name? uh yeah, ain't you know they got the seasonal fruits, but I'm not I'm not crazy about winter fruits. Like yeah. mm, they not as sweet. We gonna figure it out though. Don't worry about it. We I don't I'm know here for it. So, um, so yeah, so that's that y'all. Like, um, I, I really wanted to highlight, you know, this brother who had worked for 20 years for Burger King. Like, yeah, I totally
0: commend you. I love it. I absolutely
1: love it. Applaud it. And I will definitely attempt to see if he and his daughter are anywhere near, um, Dallas, because that would be really dope, um, for you guys to do a story on him. And, and, and really, I, I think too, the bigger implications of, why this is even a thing in our country right. and is the policies it, yeah. that, the policies that allow for this to happen. Um, all right. So let's talk about um, Larry Elder and Charlemagne the God. Did you see the, uh, did you see the the clip? Yes. On the Breakfast Club? Mm-hmm. Thoughts? Charlemagne is crazy. <laughs> yes. he,
0: he's, he, he's
1: just, he's, he's crazy. Been, been, been out of his kind of his mind. But I
0: appreciate how he speaks out okay Uh, i appreciate how he speaks out larry i got problems okay why people always coming after the black women
1: i'm gonna just jump right to it larry um so i had to do a little research there so
0: because i it's a fun fact Mm -hmm. one of the co-founders we graduated from the same high school, Detroit Cass Tech. Hola, co-founders of what? The Fearless
1: Fun. Oh wait, yes, wait, wait, Fearless Fun. What are we talking about? The going after the. Um... Oh no, you're talking about Ed Bloom. Oh yes, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm talking about Larry Elder, who's running for president, going off oh. on Charlemagne the God. Oh, sorry, but I know, I know what you're talking about. Ed Bloom. So what? Okay, so what she's talking about, y'all, one hundred percent right. So <laughs> Edward Bloom is the same guy who ran. Did the ice just popped. It did. <laughs> it, it, it was. It was crisp too. It I'm was. Like, it it was a pop? snap. Um. So Ed Bloom is the same guy who led the charge. To get affirmative action overturned at Scott um, in SCOTUS this past summer, right? So remember the whole North Carolina thing, Harvard. He got Asian Americans on board to say, "Hey, y'all are letting too many Black people in, and it's keeping our kids out." Ed Bloom is now going after a venture capital fund in Atlanta, I believe. Yeah, she's in Atlanta um, that funds. That funds um that gives grants rather <clears throat> to black women. It's a competition. It's not
0: black women, it's women of color. Women of color. It's I'm women sorry. Women of color.
1: Women of color. Um, and it gives it it has a grant competition, so it doesn't give anything. You actually have to apply and compete yeah. for these grants, right? And it's because, and matter of fact, B Nation said it next week last week, it was like point. Zero three percent mm-hmm. of all venture capital funding goes to black women in black particular women. now yeah. what what the number is for women of color I actually do not know so here's a fund that's literally trying to close the gap he mad about it because we can't have nothing nice pretty much we just we just can't because have people always want to come at the black woman we can't have anything nice so what what political experts and legal experts are actually thinking is that this is a test a test lawsuit to see if there's any precedent there Excuse me, so that he can take it to like a bigger stage and he can go after any anything, any competition, any grant. He messes with fun. the wrong people. Think about the SBA, right? The Small Business Association. Like, remember that they have those programs that say, hey, like if you're, say, a contractor or whatever with the government, so much of your your funding that you receive have to go to subcontractors that are women and businesses of mm-hmm. color or LGBT. I, I don't think LGBTQ. People are included in there. But um, but yeah, so the precedent could be set with this smaller case in Atlanta. But the good thing about that is that that fund has lawyered the fuck up. <laughs> they have lawyered up. Ben Crump has actually joined the team of lawyers that is going to defend this fund. Because if that goes through, if Ed Bloom gets his way the same way. So remember, he started He's at um, his way. UT Austin with Abby. Yeah. Back in 2015, 2016, she was mad because she was a legacy and didn't get into the college. You know what the fuck all the, all the rest of us do, Abby, when we don't get in? We move on. We go, go somewhere else. else. Go somewhere else. Like, relax. Yeah. Relax. The like world another, not coming to an just, end. Be easy. You know what I mean? But when that didn't work, and it was more of a PR problem when you think about it, because here was Abby, a young white woman, talking about black people getting her spot. The the optics were not good So Ed Bloom, I gotta admit As evil as it it was It was fucking brilliant He was like Oh The white woman is the problem No problem Let me go get some minorities To go against other minorities And he got the minority That we know places Getting their kids Into Ivy Leagues At the top Of their agenda Yeah Often at the top Of their agenda He knew who to go after And I'm gonna say it right now Asian cousins Y'all got played because you know who didn't go over, go after is those legacy admissions, and we know who that mostly benefits. My knuckles Crickets. just popped the same way that cricket ice did. Um, Crickets. so Larry Elder, let me tell you what happened there with with Charlemagne and God. So Larry Elder went on the Breakfast Club. Um, Larry Elder is running for president. By the way, he mad that he didn't make the RNC debate, so he ain't gonna be on the stage tonight. And apparently, he's like, I'm gonna sue the RNC. Uh. Okay, okay. you had one percent of the vote anyway. You thought that you being on that stage was gonna make people vote for you, my yeah. dude. Not um, he was running, he also ran for governor of California against um Gavin Newsom some time ago. There was actually a recall recount of the vote and all of that. He had like a fairly decent chance of winning, to be honest, but thank god Newsom pulled it out. So he goes on the breakfast club and Charlemagne the God says to Larry Elder, have you ever heard of an N word wake up call? Larry Elder was like, tell me what it is. Charlemagne the God explains it and is like, oh, it's a moment of racism that makes you realize that you're black. Larry Elder says, OK, well, let's talk about that N word wake up call. Because I remember specifically Joe Biden was campaigning for the 2020 election and he came on your show and told you in your face that if you don't vote, didn't vote for me, you were not black. And you didn't have no words for him. You had no smoke for him. Nothing like that. And here's this man telling you that if you do not think a certain way, you're not black. Larry Elder is giving it to him. Get like, and you know, Charlamagne the God, like he usually got some comebacks, but he he had to take this one on the chin. He be, because. Although I really do not find many things that I agree with Larry Elder on, I do think that that was a loaded question to try to catch him up. And he forgot that he was talking to a career politician who is also a trained lawyer who is used to eating people like you for lunch. But
0: that goes back to
1: Democrats taking black people for granted. Mm hmm. No, Biden and, said and that. that's what Larry Elder was it, 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 pretty much Biden getting at said that to him. That's what you know? Larry Elder was pretty much getting at. So remember, so there were a faction of us when Biden said that that was like, who the fuck are you talking to? Like, number one, you are not going to like shame me into voting for you. If your policies ain't hitting my dude, I'm not voting for you. Yeah. And let let's be clear. Let's y'all let me say this in the camera matter of fact. America did not vote for Joe Biden. America voted against Donald, Donald Trump. Trump, Yeah, this is what y'all gotta know. <laughs> this let's is be what very you gotta know. because Biden. Let's not forget you had a role in the Anita Hill thing. You had a role in the war on drugs and mass incarceration. Like, let's not forget, my dude. And you're 80 like, years old. I'm saying, go enjoy your retirement. It's time to pass the baton, y'all. Mitch McConnell. That ain't Feinstein. It's, this Feinstein is. it's about time. People, this is what they need to know. We did not vote.
0: You know, I, I love the idea of having our first
1: black VP. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. I'm going to let you hear that one. I'm going to go fix our angle on Instagram real quick. Because I. <laughs> and Mel,
0: know how I feel about this. I just want people to show up. That's that's all. Yeah.
1: That
0: that's all. I just I just I just really want people to show up. But we did not vote for Biden. We did not vote for Kamala, although we was excited. We, we voted we against just, the bullshit. We just didn't want Trump ass to be back in the goddamn office. We, like, can't, this, we can't let this man point, back in. I, I didn't care about a Democrat or a Republican. I just wanted Trump ass out of there. Okay?
1: Ugh. Like, that's the real. I, that, Seriously. I'm like, gonna like, be honest. Like, I was just like, damn. We was just these are our it. choices. <laughs> this is over all we got. Oh. This is the best we could come up with, America. That's this why this is the next election. It is so important. Like, yeah. But but even the Democrats, right, when you look at the Democratic field, it's like, you know, Biden is the sitting president. They are they're they're going to have to hand him the nomination. There's no one that can that can really take it from here and from him. And that's the sad part, because is he is he can we do just a whole presidential mm-hmm. election? Because I think we should. I really think we should. Like, I yeah, that would be dope. Maybe like ooh, what about like a live election night episode or something like that? Like, that would be dope. It's going to be a lot of drinking and hookah. Listen, mm-hmm. we can make some money, too. Summer. How are we
0: going to make some money, girl? What you going to do? We can charge people to come into the establishment. Here we go on live. Oh, that's cute. A live show? Yes. 1000
1: Love that. Love that. Yeah. Yeah, that would be dope. Like, politics, liquor, and You know and when we
0: put our masks together.
1: I love that. I thought always I, about I thought it was going to be noise. selling like feet pics or something. I wasn't, sure. <laughs> I wasn't sure. I had to make sure I was on the right path, Lord. We going live. <laughs> Give me a little bit in. of that PPP loan come you stole. On, listen. <laughs> so, so yeah, like, I mean, at, at the end of the day, you know, people did not vote for, for biden like we ain't forgot what you what you've done to our communities and what you've been in, involved in biden. And how you keep falling and, it, and that's the thing like i'm like you 80 i expect 80 year olds to fall which is why you probably you should be retired somewhere I'm, the same way that this man worked for 20 years and should be somewhere enjoying his life the best years of his life and that's what america says right Biden and and a lot, a lot of our politicians should be really retired. It's time to pass the baton, y'all. And we're not saying that we can't learn from y'all. So,
0: is it okay? So, let me ask you this question Mm -hmm. Is it time to pass the baton or is it time for the next
1: generation to step the fuck up? That's the problem, though. So, when you talk about the next generation, which would be us, it is our time, millennials.
0: Is it us or is it people or is it the generation before us? So I
1: think, I think we. So X is in there. X, okay, you have you have Xers. They they have a, a fairly decent, but studies have actually shown and and the numbers do do work out that. Millennials have the least representation in public offices, and there's that is for several reasons. One of I'm which i just say it's reasons. <laughs> yeah, one of which we just talked about the fact that we don't have the money oftentimes to run for but these you, offices. But you,
0: you can still run if you got a good plan. People are going to back you. I I hear you. I hear
1: you. But people are going to I'm back. A, you. I'm gonna quit my job and live on a dream, like. I mean you quit your job <laughs> I did but I ain't running for office like I but did still, some for profit shit but you, but you live in your life <laughs> I, I mean, did some for profit I shit I mean you live
0: in your life child like, you know yeah I, so you, you so, just have to you you can't be on bullshit and you gotta really come with a plan you gotta be passionate and you really gotta want change I I,
1: I 100% agree I think people are going to back you I'm telling you I've you seen so? it in elections before Oof. yes I'm trying to figure out the last millennial i've truly seen running that like i'm like because i mean you got the boys from um what was it tennessee you know oh, but they're brothers. gen z
0: listen they're gen brothers. z
1: right like it's a it's a little different there so i'm like i don't i'm trying to figure out the last man run for president for president listen I okay passion. look okay listen. here here's the way i would run for president i ain't gonna even lie this is the way i would do it um I would change my checks and balances as president to say, like, A, my cabinet all have equal voices as me. Mm-hmm. So, what's the cabinet? Uh, 12? I think it's 12 yeah. people. I put the smartest people I know on my cabinet. I'm talking people smarter than me. You, you're on my cabinet. Right. And that's the thing about running for a public office, I think there has to be a certain level of humility that says, like, I know I'm not the smartest person in the room. I may be the most, you know, the, the most well-spoken or something like that. Like people respond to me well, but I need these people to tell me when shit is a bad idea or when I'm going down the wrong path. I think that's one of the issues that we often have with these politicians is like, there's and a certain level of ego mm-hmm. and friendships and friendships. People who, people who genuinely going to be like, yo, that's dumb. <laughs> Don't do that. That's why I keep mail on my side. <laughs> Don't do that. Darrington, <laughs> definitely on my cabinet, right? Because what, tell, what tell you, my boy DJ, sometimes DJ will call me out on something and I'll be in my feelings, but I'd be like, dang, I needed to hear that. I really needed mm-hmm. to hear that. Like, and so if I were to run for any office, and for me, it definitely wouldn't be president because I've realized that a lot of power is actually held in but more local spaces. Local, like I Local see, spaces, I, I, yeah.
0: I, I see you into politics and actually before I came over today I was like when did I really like fall in love with politics Mm, you know mm -hmm. but it was a class I took and I was like okay this is dope you know like I ain't learned this in high school okay like
1: Ooh, okay. the the easy (laughs) A.
0: this is the easiest I ever got you know but you you do a lot of things with politics you keep us updated with current events like I look forward to logging on to Instagram to hear your quick five. Mm-hmm. Like you, and you've nailed it down, like mm-hmm. nailed it down for that frame mm-hmm. to get your whole five in before Instagram kick you to another frame. Okay. Like <laughs> you've nailed it down. You've been consistent. Where do you want to take this? Yeah. And I, I see you and I don't know if you ever thought about this and I'm not trying to like shift your show, Uh-oh. but I, you know, as we're talking about politics, like do you ever see yourself running for something local?
1: Man, I don't know. Because the thing I really love is keeping people informed about policy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, so maybe a reporter? I would a reporter would be dope. But my whole thing is like I want to pe- take people behind the headlines. So so the reason I even started this, the reason I even started the quick five. Because you know 5, my wheels are spinning right now. Okay? The reason, look, y'all, <laughs> okay, we, we we doing work right now. <laughs> listen, so the, the reason I even started the quick five was because I would get on the internet and all people would report was the headline. Yeah. and not the why. So that purge thing, the purge law thing, mm-hmm. it made me so upset to see this narrative being spun to people who the law was actually supposed to help. But it's not getting down to the nitty gritty. And, it, and it, it never took them behind the headline. So I'm like, no, I read it, y'all. Like, let me tell you what it actually says and why this is actually a good thing for people who look like us. And so that's why I started. I was like, how can I make sure that people know what's going on but hit them quick enough that I won't bore them? Yeah. That, you know, is like on your way to work, when you're getting ready for, for work, brushing your teeth, whatever, like it's two minutes of your day to learn something really quick. And then I started like a TikTok platform where I was like three minutes and let me teach you about this law or yeah. three minutes. Let me teach you about this politician, what's really going on in their office, in their space, whatever. And so for me, I think that's the space I would love to be in. Like would I love to be involved and close to politicians? Yes. But you, I, I know you already know because Dallas Weekly is deep, deep in you know yeah. in public policy and making sure they hold a pe- the, the people accountable, specifically in, this, in, this, in the state of Texas. The respectability politics and the politicking that it takes to be in politics is not my thing. It like I wish that I could walk in a room and be like, "Oh, I need to go get a photo op with this person," because that. But you already know that's not me. Like, that's not me either. I, <laughs> oh I my hate gosh. It. I, I hate it afraid. on so many. I don't even like you while I'm taking a picture with you. That's, that's what I think about often. But for me, it's how can we change how news is disseminated to our people to make yeah. sure that they in, are informed. And in this generation, in the year 2023, we also have to make sure that our people are entertained, that it's relevant, that it's culturally relevant. And so that's yeah. my that's my whole goal with this platform. So like for like it's funny when Laura was on the show, um, who Toya actually knows as well. Laura was like, you know, I see you on an Al Jazeera on you know uh a griot or something like that i'm like yeah i'm here for all of that but also bet don't have no real breakdown of yo what happened in the news today and why these things happen we can get you on cnn uh, get me on cnn then yeah. because i would love to argue with some of these folks
0: we, we can definitely get you on cnn can
1: i wear a hoodie and a hat no, i'm just playing I'm
0: listen we, we can <laughs> definitely get you on there. so like, so yeah i like so, I, I see I, that so so okay we are doing work right now because like I, I, I have some things, you know, we don't talk about it. We are going yeah, we don't talk about I, it. I can, I can see that. Like you keep us informed. If you love what Mel is doing, like comment, p- post a comment and tell her, show her some appreciation. Like we have to give you your flowers because you. this is amazing. Like you said, you make it relevant.
1: You make it culturally engaging It's it's a conversation about what's going on in the world between between a group of friends. We look at the shit anyway when we scroll through Facebook. Yeah, yeah.
0: Scroll through Instagram. Yeah. Look at the when you go down a rabbit hole on TikTok. (laughs) Okay, like and you know you you've been down that rabbit hole before, but like you keep it real. Yeah. And you're stating the facts, but you keep it so that it's just like. I I want more. What you going to talk about tomorrow? Hey. Like, did Mel catch this? (laughs) Like, is this going
1: to be her top five? And y'all, when y'all send me stuff on Instagram, when y'all send me DMs or like posts, like, hey, what do you think it is? I can't even like, that a lot of times feeds my content. So, I love that. Please keep sending me that stuff. Keep sending it. Because a lot of times I'm like, damn, what I'm going to talk about today? And then I'll look at my DMs and be like, well, I got a list of content right here.
0: I was like, damn. But you know, it's so much stuff that go on every day that it's just like... And I be up at 2 o'clock in the morning and shout out to our CEO at Dallas Weekly because I be we be sending each other stuff I love at like it. 2 or 3 o'clock in Jesses. the morning like okay this okay that yeah this, and this like you know and so I'm always thinking of like I don't always try to be the first to break news
1: mm-hmm. but so that's the dangerous part too so yeah. a lot of times I see people trying to be the first and I'm like you haven't had time to even let the facts come out number yeah. one or develop the backstory behind the headline. So I I think that's also an issue with like influencer culture because everybody's trying to be the first, but you cannot go into depth and really inform people. Do you care who's the first to report something? I don't. I I care about, can I learn something from you? I could care less. I just want what you say to be accurate. Yeah. (laughs) Speak my
0: language. Credible. Yeah. Validated. Like I could care less who posts something first. That's right. You know what I'm saying? That's right. And that's how I think. Yeah. if we're there day two late, I don't care, but I just want what we post to be
1: factual. That's right. To be actual. And I want people to learn something. That's it. And that, and, and that's why, like, even when I, you know, do my TikTok, my three minute videos, I'm like, I want to make sure y'all understand. So, like, I did one yesterday about, um, the uh about larry elder suing the rnc and i wanted people to understand like why he was suing Uh and the rules and the criteria that the the rnc had set for the candidates who were going to be part of the primary debate if you don't know that part all you know is larry elder is suing the rnc but why like what happened to make him think that he could sue the rnc and so when you when you really start telling the story like that what's crazy is people will watch one of those videos and what's crazy is they'll connect it to something else the next day and they'll connect it to something else they heard or read the next day and before you, and that's how I learned about politics is getting a little bit here and you be like, wait, all this shit is, after a while, you start realizing that all of it really is connected. So
0: now what's going on in corporate spaces Mm -hmm. and with AI, especially when they send out newsletters, Mm -hmm. they talk about something and then it, the, the sub caption will be go deeper mm-hmm. to talk about yes. the why. There we go. Why we're talking there about we go. this. And so it's, it's a domino effect yep. that's, culturally yep. you know tapping into our space and we need that yeah. because it's like, like why does this matter let's go a little deeper there you go you know there you go and that's what you're doing and that's also what in the corporate space mm-hmm. the corporate realm in the ai space because ai is, is booming right yeah now, yeah yeah you know that's what it's doing it's like okay here's the here's the headline
1: but let's go a little if deeper, you want to know oh boy, more click this link this, and i'll explain this. to you how ai was it's developed not even a, it's not even a click it's mm-hmm. a the next line mm-hmm. is
0: go deeper, yeah. and they literally say go deeper. So it's like I'm making it known that like this is what the headline is, but let me tell you why. It's yeah,
1: there you, you know go. And that and and that is educating people, in yeah. my opinion. That is informing people. And what's crazy and you is you have to be a
0: continuous learner. You that, you have to be hungry that
1: for that. Like, that part.
0: I wanna know we, we talked about the Kiki Palmer incident and we talked about you <laughs> and know and that man what we look at we, we look at like is stuff even relevant to even talk about you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. no I don't wanna talk about that mm-hmm. but if it was if it was a spin if it was something else mm-hmm bigger to talk about that's right then let's talk about yep it. like i don't care about her personal issues and what's going on with a baby daddy and stuff like that mm-hmm. like that's not what i want to talk about yeah but if it was something bigger and deeper to go deep like dive into let's do it yeah let's have a conversation now if you want to go live and talk about it Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about all that. Let's bring some single parent in. Let's bring some couples in. Let's, yeah. Let's let's talk about it. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear two married people talking about it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We need some single people in there. Yep. We need a man. We need a what? Like, let's have a full conversation. But I don't want to post
1: about that. Yeah. No. I don't I care mean, everybody about that. We got the shade room for that. <laughs> we, I don't care about that. Yeah. We we got the shade room for that, and that that's a whole other issue right there. But no, I I do believe that to truly educate and inform people, you have to give them more than just. The subject line, and 1, it, for for and people, not a misleading subject oh, because clickbait. Oh God, it'll get you every time. Yeah. It'll get you every time. Yeah. So so yeah so yeah. Um, we're gonna talk. If y'all also, can see, I know me and Mel we can talk. Dallas Weekly Radio is up and running, I believe, and so it you is. know what I mean. Like a weekly show on Dallas Weekly Radio. Would Listen, be dope. we are expanding. I'm just saying we, we are expanding. I'm just saying. I'm here for it. I'm trying to. I'm trying to pitch this to uh, News USA. Shout out to Vanessa Vasquez with her amazing yes. self. Um, but, yeah, the the whole goal is to inform people, entertain them. It's an hour and a half with your cousins just talking about what's happening. Do you have a PR person? The, I do not. Mm-mm. I may be picking up PR as a little side hustle. I love that. I love that. I have, a, I have an amazing producer by the name. Mr. Kenneth, um, from hey Sour Kenneth. Kids Productions. Kenneth, let me
0: tell you something. Mel has been telling me your name. He's for amazing. Twenty-four hours, and I'm like, Male, Do I know Ken?
1: You don't know Ken, <laughs> but you will know Kenneth. I promise <laughs> oh you. God, that. She's
0: like, keep throwing your name. I'm like,
1: Kenneth, Kenneth, and Nathan Wright, the fourth, or better known as Black uh, Great Black Century. Um, but no, they, they Shout are, out to y'all. y'all dope. I love y'all. Yeah. I don't know you, but I love you. Yeah, I you will, you. You. you will get to know this lady very quickly. Y'all, I will make sure that, that y'all meet her. Hey, we, we, this last topic before we get into what you were working on okay. and your passions, we got to talk because you did a bunch of events around the celebration, of 50 years of hip hop, man. Um, and it's crazy because people are like, why are you talking about this on a news and politics show? Because honestly, hip hop started off as a political war cry. Yeah. Um, when you look at what hip hop started as, it was to really reflect the times and reflect what our people were going through in these major cities where we were seeing booming crime and drug epidemics and poverty and things like that. And so it was the creative space and the creative outlet for many people to, um, to, to push that out. Like as a creative, I'm sure you can understand that when you have these big feelings and these big emotions, it has to go somewhere. Yeah, And so that's how hip hop was um was created. So you're from Detroit. whatever. Uh, uh, I really <laughs> want to talk about like hip-hop in Detroit and like how you how you like fell in love with it and, and just what your experience has been with hip-hop, but also the celebrations for the 50-year anniversary 50- and what that 50. was like. We've been
0: celebrating all month. Yeah. Super excited. So being from Detroit, like my fondest memories, my parents brought, um, they bought my brother a boom box mm-hmm. with a little TV screen. It had a TV screen on? And so we would plug it up and we would watch videos. Okay. On a little TV. So like, that was my first like
1: real memory. What? What? So, okay. Videos. Was it? MTV, VH1, what was it? It was, no, it was um, Jukebox. Oh, shit, yeah. It was
0: Jukebox. Okay. So he was to watch the videos. like, hey, he would pull out on a porch. Everybody would pull up to P Street. What's up, P Street? All my people on the West Side, more And we <laughs> were just like, <laughs> hey, rip, hey, rip. Listen I, I, I listen, I never listen, seen her do that before. <laughs> listen, <laughs> listen, I'ma rip my hood. And so we would, we would just have just like so much fun. I grew up working in a skating rink. I love like, to see skating coming back too. Like it's back actually. That's that's my heart and yeah. soul. Like my my brother still DJs at Northland Roller Skating Rink. That's dope. Like we were close friends with the owners at the time, yeah. you know, they're still my family. And so we would always have like artists come and it was just like being so young mm-hmm. but being so like visible. It was just like thriving. It was just like so freaking amazing. Like I'm literally getting chills just like Like, listening to you. Yeah. Like just uh, like the Detroit scene is just so amazing. Yeah. It it, it really is amazing. I remember watching an episode. It was like all female rappers Mm -hmm. You got the real Shantae and mm. see like Queen Latifah. Shantae, Shantae. Listen, and I had an opportunity to interview
1: Queen Latifah. Word? Yes, like I've interviewed some dope people. Wait, okay. We need, Wait, why haven't I seen this interview and how can I see it? Well, it's with ATT. But okay. Let me, but let me tell you okay. this. <laughs> Queen was
0: like, oh, you're cute- I like Queen. Don't play with me. Look,
1: because that little <laughs> wife of yours will get replaced. Listen,
0: Queen, do that. Because that little play. wife of yours, she's cute too, but she will be. But wear. I do
1: have the, I, I know I have the picture of my phone. Send that to me. Yes. Man. Was, was that I, when you had the fit on? Like that was kind of Queen Latifah inspired? No. That was a party I went to. Okay. Because that was cute. Year. I just that said, was cute. Listen,
0: I was Salt and Pepper slash JJ yeah, Okay. Listen, okay. Listen. That was cute. But no, I took, I, I got a picture with Queen. Um, it was during like a business summit. Mm. And she was the head speaker at that so event dope. and had a chance to meet her and interview her. And she was just looking at me like, you work for this company? I'm like, hey! For now? <laughs> <laughs> we had, it was such a dope chemistry. Yeah. A dope, like I've met so many like just dope people. Just being who I am and just being able yeah. to be in these spaces. I you love know? it. I love it. Like hip hop is truly a form of art that allows you to be free. It mm-hmm. allows you to be creative. It allows you to make it whatever you want it to be. Yeah. That's you know? dope. And so I, I love that. I love being able to just continuously just meet dope people. This weekend I'm going to a private event, mm-hmm. the Def Jam is throwing. Mm-hmm. So to be able to be in rooms with people like That's that, right. like
1: with incredible artists, listen, incredible,
0: listen. yeah. Listen, because when I went to the Team Hennessy event, I got my limited edition
1: um, Nas. Come on NBC now, see bottom. Listen, Nas. He's I, like my favorite. Can I just say, One Mike is still one of my all I need is favorite one songs. Ay, that ay, third ay, verse. Ay, so the ay. thing is, like, remember, like, he started off like his first two verses, right? He started off real quiet, and he and like crescendo, and then he uh, he, just, he crescendoed, uh, and then he uh, decrescendoed uh, in that third verse. And I was just like, the artistry of it. Oh, uh, it was climax, beautiful. like beautiful. You, you know how, but you, ooh, that climax. Beautiful. It
0: was on point.
1: Beautiful. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Not, magic I mean. Magic was being made. Like magic was it, being made. You
1: talk about magic being made. I kid you not. So everybody like, what you want to come back as your next life? Let me tell you who I want to come back at, like a mic in a studio with all the dark, like the dope. Wait a minute, do y'all know
0: that she's an artist? Because I remember an event we had. Mel was on the drums. Uh, <laughs> Mel was on the I drums playing music. I did, I did. <laughs> she was on the drums, but low key. I don't know if you
1: know that. I like. I'm a former singer. You did? Yes, I've heard you like play around and you can sing. Oh, sing. You sure did? Yeah. So I, I, I was like, Toy, you can, you can sing."
0: True story. In the skating rink. Senior year, just graduated from high school, met a producer Mm -hmm. and my friends was like, oh yeah, my friend can sing. And he was like, he had a group who was performing at the skating ring that day. Okay. And he was like, okay, let me hear you. So I sing Escape Tonight. Okay. And he was like, let's go. I want you to go on tour with me. And I'm like, well, I gotta call my mama. <laughs> wait, <laughs> wait. Now I can skip some school, but to just go on tour. <laughs> my mama was like, Girl Bad, you about to go to Central Michigan University. and <laughs> ain't gonna get your degree. Listen, man. And <laughs> so yeah. I never had the opportunity. But he was like, Come on, let's go, you gonna tour with me? Yeah. I was just like, and I just, you know. Because of my love for music, you know, but also because of like my parents taking care of me, yeah, it was like I had to follow up my. But had I taken that opportunity, who knows? Who knows? So my baby, she can blow, Jade, Jay, y'all, she can blow. Like her voice, baby
1: girl, can sing
0: is amazing, and I won't let nobody touch her. But if the opportunity came
1: before she graduated from high school, yeah, baby, But let's But the thing, go. the difference is, you would be that mom that's right there that that's the difference and I
0: tell her that I tell her, I'm like yeah. listen my mama didn't know what to do with me yeah. but baby listen here and that, that opportunity comes.
1: you said something right there a lot of times our parents just don't know what to do with the talent that they because yeah. my
0: mom had raised her kids mm-hmm. and then when I graduated she had grandkids she was raising yeah. so she just she was like this toy. I, I was raising myself yeah. basically she was yeah. like Toya and yeah. you're going to go to college. You're,
1: you're not going to be a stress factor Same my life. <laughs> story. Same story. You're, like, I'm not about to play these games with you. When you're an exceptionally talented kid and your parents are tired, they don't know what to Beyond do with you. I'm tired. Like they, I done raised four of these kids already, my Lord. mom, now she lives,
0: like, my daughter's life, she, 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 like, misses, she missed so many years of my life mm-hmm. because she worked at corporate America that she's reliving after my daughter. hmm Mm-hmm. You know? And so I love to watch it. I love to watch both of my parents, you know. But my mom, she's like, Your mom, she like, your mom legit. I would have never done that stuff for her. Yeah. And I'm like, I love the way my parents raised me, but this stuff that I'm like, I'm breaking generational curses. Yes. Like, baby, if you want to do that, let's go.
1: That's, that's like, real. Like,
0: I don't care. Let's go. That's so important. I got time to take off work. Let's go. That's What so you want to do? Let's go. Yeah. But I let her tell me. I don't want to push her into doing anything.
1: I want her to be like, mama, this is what I want to do. And I'm going to support you 100%. And she can sing. Like, like y'all, Toya sent us a video probably a few months ago. Yeah. I, it made, Was it her, like, end of... It was a senior showcase. Yeah. And she was in a a little scene from Hamilton. And I had never heard her sing. And I was like, what?
0: I was baffled. I had chill bumps. Like, I hear her sing at home when she rehearsed. And it's just, it all blends together. Yeah. Because I hear her so much. When she was on that stage. Yeah. And she turned into this character. Yeah. I had, like, I almost missed recording the video that was like the last you part in of the it. scene. Yeah. Shields. Yeah. And the lady next to me was like, Is that your daughter? I couldn't I was ignoring her the whole time because I was just like in awe. I love it. Like, girl. I
1: love it. People
0: were coming up to me after the show, like, she is amazing. And she is. They're like, she needs to be on Nickelodeon and she needs to be on Disney and this, that, and the third. And I'm just like, Well, Lord.
1: we definitely ain't letting Disney touch our kids. No yeah, we like, see what y'all do. Whatever, <laughs> whatever
0: you want for her. And that just equip me to be able to, you know, to, to just be by her side. And I and that
1: number one, that's a big step, I think, as a parent to take because, you know, you you didn't necessarily have that nurturing for your gift. Right. Yeah. And so to be able to even pray that prayer of like, yeah. just equip me to do what I need to do with my child's gift is or to help my child do. Because do whatever what she, she wants to do, gift. I'm here for. Her. Yeah. She's
0: been rehearsing for she has auditions coming up. She had audition today. She got one coming up Friday. And just to watch her evolve mm. into this thespian, I love it. And to this person that has a great appreciation for the arts, she like, yeah, I know I can sing, but I want to perfect it.
1: No, and that's that's love for your craft. Yeah, that is love for your craft. And I just, yeah. I
0: love watching. Yeah, it. And I'm just like, she's not doing that because that's what I was. No, she she's doing it. Because it's that's, inner. Yeah, it's and I'm inner. Just, it like these next two years. And I'm that, just excited. That's an like,
1: artist for you right there. Like that is like, it's funny. Cause I, you, you mentioned me, you know, playing drums. I grew up around. Man so. was,
0: when I say y'all was playing on drums, she was like. I,
1: <laughs> I used to really play, like really I play. Said, no, she don't have the audacity. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I had so many people coming up to me after that. Like, wait, what? And I was like, oh, I ain't tell y'all. Yeah. I used to be and a no, whole you, ass. You totally missed that
0: I one. used to be a whole ass
1: musician. So my I friend. her favorite color, her favorite <laughs> But never know if she can play drums. <laughs> so, several instruments. It's not just drums. That's what's crazy about it. But um, but yeah, so like I, you know, I think about the artistry, right? Like, you know, from Jayla to to you know, our our hip hop artist that we grew up with to even what's coming up now. I don't know if you saw my last story that I posted on Instagram, but randomly, like I ran into this freestyle of, you know, this this artist, this hip hop artist who I mean, it it was like a mix between Rakim, Buster Rhymes, and then at one point I heard some Kendrick in there. And I was just like, and they're from Dallas? The, no, I don't know where oh. I don't I, no, I'm saying no, but I'm not sure where he's from. He was on like a podcast. Okay, gotcha. And he gotcha, like gotcha, they gotcha. just asked him to spit and he was freestyling. But it made me think of 50 years of hip-hop and the fact that. For a long time, we were getting rap rather than hip hop, and to know that hip hop is still alive, it, it, it's the a, message it, is still there.
0: It's so alive, yeah. You know, it, it's so alive, and I think people have their own definition of what like hip hop means. Mm-hmm. You know, but. It never left.
1: No, I so I think it got pushed to the the margins for a little while because commercial took I just over. Think people tried to redefine what hip hop was. I, so so when when the re- redefinition came up, that's what I considered rap. Yeah, I was I, like I, y'all I rapping, but for me, hip hop was when it started. Like when there was actually like you were saying something. Like Tupac was hip hop. Like KRS One was hip hop. Do you remember the movie uh, Crush Groove? I don't think I've seen Crush Roof. No,
0: that was probably really my first time I fell in love with hip hop.
1: Let me let me look it up now. Look up Crush Roof. See where I can. You find had it.
0: Curtis Blow, Fat mm. Boys. Mm-hmm. You had New Edition, mm. Blair Underwood. He so the story follows um, Russell Simmons. Okay, and how kind of like J- Def Jam came together. You had LL Cool J, Run DMC,
1: Sheila E on the drums, killing it. I got, by the I way, you, I got to watch Sheila E with Prince at the Forum in Los Angeles uh, before Prince died. And, when I te- and Whitney Houston came up on the stage. Shaka Khan girl, came up on what? the stage. Girl, Baby! That was... It was... Prince was supposed to be out of the venue by midnight. We partied till 2 a.m. He was like, fuck these people. As he should have. We grooving? We grooving. It was nuts. Okay, sorry. Go ahead. Sheila Damn, e was on the drums. You
0: have to watch Crush Groove. You will thank me later. Okay. Crush thank Groove. Me Here we go. Later. 1985 film. So okay. I I was five years old. Ooh. I was five years old. That was my first
1: introduction to hip hop. Crush okay. Groove. And YouTube has it. Boom. We're gonna be watching that. When That's I it. tell you
0: that so many so many artists that was in that and to be able to just follow their journey mm-hmm. and to see, and I am the biggest new edition fan. I love it. Ever. Didn't you and go to the concert
1: recently? Like, not every too long ago? They, yeah, Every year
0: they're here, I, I come. Because I'm like, did I see you? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you. So, one year, Michael Bivens, a shout out to my girl, Sally. Mm. So, we're like in the fifth row, and she like, girl, Michael trying to get your attention. And I'm like, girl, whatever. And I looked up. He pointed to me. Baby, he's saw to me the rest of the night. I love it. I said, Michael Bibbis, let me find out you got a little crush on me, okay? I let me love find out it. you got a crush on me. I so love it. You know it. So my baby, she she loved when I tell that story. She like, yeah,
1: Michael Bibbis was like, oh my mama. Michael Bibbs was gonna be my stepdaddy, but my mama turned him <laughs> down. Don't even worry about it. That's how we do in this house. <laughs>
0: but no, hip hop, it is alive. I mean, we have so we have so many dope local artists in Detroit. For real. For real. I compare it to Atlanta. Okay. I just feel like on the Detroit scene we don't support our local artists Mm, like we should. Okay. You know, Um, but like you take a Jeezy for instance. He Mm. loved Detroit. When you, I know everybody watched BMF. You think about Meach and Terry and what they did. You can't talk about them without talking about hip hop. Yeah.
1: That's real. You know what I'm saying? That's real. And
0: and what it cultivated and and what it meant and what they've done for so many hip hop artists. I love it. You know, I love Um, it. It's it's, it's just thriving It's
1: thriving I love it I love my city I rep it To the day I die I love Well And what's crazy is I don't I didn't know a lot About the Detroit scene So like I mean just talking to you Has taught me so much Like being from LA Like we have a very Specific hip hop scene Right that I grew up with But yeah like
0: And have you ever seen 8 Mile Eminem Like Yeah Rap battles, like, that's really a thing. Man. That is really a thing. And that's why I go back to my skating ring days. I love it. Man, it just, that was a good time. Like, when I say I lived a good life.
1: We, you know, me and my friend, we were having a conversation um, the other day about like, if you went today, she was at she was turning 36. And so uh, I was like, you know, how do you feel about your life? If you went today, how do you feel? She was like, I've lived. And when I tell you that is one of the most satisfying feelings to have, like, I've done good things in this world. I've loved I've been hurt. I've had a good time. Experience. I experienced. Oh my god. Like it yeah, it it has been incredible and crazy enough hip hop has been the soundtrack of that life for me. Uh like I'm I'm going to be 100% honest like I, and I love R&B, too. I love all kinds of music. My sister made me fall in love with country. You know, I love lo-fi. Jayla, you would be impressed with her palette of music. It, to, to be an artist is to be eclectic, right? You have to her take in... Her favorite group is Queen. Hey, I mean, okay. Tell... Not matter of fact, where's my camera? Right here. Uh, Baby girl, go listen to Dan and Shay. I should probably go to bed. It is an ode to Queen, but it's country. One of the best songs I've heard come out in a few years. I promise you. She probably already know it. Oh my God! Is she listening to so music? She was like, "Mom, can I like
0: plug in my phone so I can listen to music?" I'm like, "Hell no!" <laughs> not, but, not
1: a i driving. That's what my friends do to me. Like, oh, <laughs> hell this, no! Not but, what I'm driving. But it's about what your energy is doing for the day. Yeah. Like some days I'm on a hip hop. Like, but like today I can't even lie. Like I was in a very like you know. Interesting state of gratitude. So I was listening to like more Londrell, Janae Iaco type stuff. And for me, like that stuff is more spiritual, right? Uh-huh. Um, but some days, I'm on my like, yo, I got shit to do. I should probably turn on some Nipsey, some Pac. Like other days I'm feeling in a mix and I'm like, all right, maybe the chance the rapper station is is going to hit because that's going to give me a little church, but also a whole lot of hip hop. Oh, a whole lot of hip hop. Which I And can we also talk about how hip hop is able to merge with different genres in incredible ways? Like I love... BJ to Chicago Kid, Chance the Rapper, what, the way they have taken their gospel roots mm-hmm. and merged it with- Lecrae. Another fantastic
0: artist. Now, I will who, say, yeah. one thing my church does, and they tr- like, try to keep the youth kind of involved, they have all this fascinating <laughs> gospel rap. Mm-hmm. That I've never heard of before. Mm -hmm. And you would never know it's gospel rap. Yeah. And I just think it's so freaking phenomenal. Yeah. Yeah. Like you have to take what the kids love and what you want them to learn and merge it together. That's it. And I'm like, y'all really jamming back
1: here. Okay. Okay. So, so what you just said is so interesting. And this is how I know we're going to end up working on something together because you have to take what people love and merge it with what you want them to know. And that's what this show is. Right. It is where Dallas Weekly does very well. When I watch what you guys put out and how engaging your content is, it's incredible. Cause I'm like, I learned something every article, but it's also fun as hell to read. Yeah. And the reels are dope. And I'm like, okay, cool. So, so I, I mean, that is artistry. And I think, you know, Nita Simone told us that an artist's job is to Ooh, literally phenomenal. reflect art, reflect the times. Mm-hmm. And so when you look at where hip hop started and what was going on in our country in particular, And, and how those, those people were expressing themselves from the DJs to the MCs to like the flat out lyricists who were like in the basements, you know what I mean, doing the battles, real lyricists. like real Come lyricists, on. and the
0: DJs on the turntable. Oh my One god! I just recently wrote the article about hip hop. Yes, I saw. Some, I, I read I it. It was a good. Like on the ones and twos. Yeah. listen. It was. I was DJ Toy in the back back in the day. I like, love eh,
1: it. DJ Toy scratch 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 scratch. And, and shout out to our our DJs out here, Fife and and GS and She Real, Fife, who is incredible. Just impeccable. Um, we love them. Um, yeah, like... Listen,
0: because that's an art.
1: Y'all are part of that's an a special incredible skillset. artistry. Yeah. Because
0: when I'm at some place and I hear a DJ and they don't like transition that, yeah, that, mix, right. that
1: transition's <laughs> got to hit just right Ooh. i um Fipus. i recently met Fipus. he he nasty but she oh. real like i've i've watched her because remember we was working with she real with the network mm-hmm. remember like early on and even fife and gs and i've watched them grow and um just a couple of weeks ago i met um DJ C wade do you know her
0: Mm-mm.
1: make sure i will make sure you know her um I mean, she. I call her up and coming, but she's probably, probably already established. Her
0: know her
1: yeah, but um. So I met her. She's good friends with one of my friends, and um. You know, I was I was at a party. She was DJing, and some of her transitions. I had I had to stop partying and look back, like you see who was on. Oh, a- did you did you just do what I think you just? It was nuts, and it, you just realize like. This is a true art form for these people.
0: Yeah. It's that's incredible. That's why I love Black Canvas. Mm-hmm. I love what Gabe and Kim, I love what they're doing because it's so impromptu. Yeah. It's not staged. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's free flow. Yeah. They're having a good time. And that's what hip hop is about. And having the oxtails good be hidden.
1: Time. Shout out to heroes. Can we go get some oxtails? I'm going tomorrow. I told you I'm going to is heroes tomorrow? It at heroes tomorrow, baby girl. <laughs> I think I'm gonna do
0: go a lot. I'm just, I'm pulling pants. up. I'm just Let saying. Let me know <laughs> you No, know, because them oxtails was. good. I think I got the trio last time. I just want oxtails. Like I want the give oxtails, me oxtails, the rice and peas, and the cabbage. Just, I'm good. Just give me I'm, I'm good right there. But no, what goes on during Black Canvas? Is just fire, mm-hmm. and hip hop is an opportunity just to have fun, yes, be free, and that's why I love it.
1: Yeah, I, I, Jay Carlos I with your rapping ass, <laughs> boy, rapping singing ass, because that boy, that's a bad boy right there. If y'all do not know Jay Carlos, we're actually going to tag him in this episode, yes, because he is from, um I believe Shreveport, if I'm not mistaken. Come on, represent, um, and he is incredibly talented it i like the first time i saw him perform i was like yo this is hip hop like my man is spitting this just is based, based is. on what he's looking at in the room this is not anything pre-written and that's
0: how you know it's real yeah
1: yeah it's that's, coming from the soul yeah like some somebody some something put that in him and that's coming up so so yeah all right man let's talk real quick about um what you working on what you got going on outside of being the brand new vp of dallas Weekly congratulations, sis. Thank you. Thank, um, you. Thank you. What's next for Latoya Henry? What's up? You know, I'm in this weird
0: space that I'm open to whatever. Okay.
1: That's weird? Yes. Okay. That's different for you.
0: It's different because okay. it's out my norm. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just allowing life to happen. Okay. Wherever I go, I'm a flow. I'm enjoying these last two years of my daughter in high school. Mm. And my schedule literally revolves around her. Yep. You know, and I just love how she's just transforming into who she is. Mm. And I I love every aspect of it. Um, She just turned 16. We just had an amazing four-day celebration. And I see her coming out of her shell. And it just makes me happy. And people are like, oh, that's a mini you. No, that I was not. I didn't have that mm-hmm. when I was sixteen. Mm-hmm. She has that and more, and I'm embracing and I'm taking it in. Um, Dallas Weekly, we're continuously evolving. Next year, we're celebrating seventy years.
1: You, so, but but Toya, let me say and let me give you your flowers right now. Since you have joined that organization, like you have become integral, and I I can tell. I can oh. tell with just like. Like the the relevance for people my age, right? Because I'm gonna be honest, like Dallas Weekly was not on my radar, um, but before you got there, but I I have seen how y'all have embraced things like 50 years of hip hop, right, and covering cultural culturally relevant things, but then taking the story deeper to like, hey, let's talk about the history of hip hop rather than just like yeah. giving you the byline. And so I I the promotion was not a surprise. <laughs> for me at least, it is well deserved. And I thank know you. you have earned it. So I'm so proud of you. And I'm I'm like, I really cannot wait to see what's next for you. Seriously.
0: Thank you. Thank you. No, we we have so many different things coming down the pipeline. Yeah. And I love that in this space, like my voice matters. Mm-hmm. You know, the things I say and do, um, because I'm passionate. And I've been in Dallas for over 10 years. And I'm like, I've been here taking up space. I need to do something, yeah. you know, and being able to be a part of the Dallas Weekly family. Shout out to all of the team, yes. Jess and Patrick, to be able to be a part of the team and to to let the world know. Like what Dallas have going on, mm-hmm. like it's just such a thriving feeling because there's so much good stuff going on. I love it. It's so much when you think about politics, hip hop, education. There's so many. Dallas things is the new on. melting pot, man. It's so many new things Dallas going on. Dallas is the new melting and so pot. So I love, I love a good angle. I love a good story, and so super excited to just see the trajectory of where we go. So make sure y'all follow us, the Dallas Weekly, on all platforms. Now let me show y'all shout out to Cicely Sis, oh thank yeah. you so much for this beautiful beautiful plaque I went to a meeting um, a couple weeks ago and she presented me with this and I just thought it was just the absolute sweetest most thoughtful gift ever um, I'm super excited for the platform that I have and just being able to just shine a light. On different things. Um, shout out to Jazzy from ninety seven point nine. We um, we partner on a segment called She Reps. She mm-hmm. represents, and we highlight women in the DFW area that's doing phenomenal things. And so, if you know somebody, or if you are that somebody that's doing great things. In the DFW area. I love it. Let me know. Let me know. You get a feature in Dallas Weekly plus it's an interview with Jazzy on 97.9. I I love that because I love breaking myths that black women don't support each other. I love that. Yeah. And this, I, I love supporting our black women. I, I love, love, that. love supporting my sisters because
1: we are so dope. Yeah. The things that we're doing and we just need to bring light and visibility to, to what they're doing. I love it. And, and what's crazy about the whole situation is, um, I think, Tarnisha did yep. She Reps, right? Mm-hmm. So one of our good friends, that that was the first time I heard about it. Really? Okay. Was yeah, was when Tari did her story, which was like, hmm, I'm trying to remember. It was like It a, was after Juneteenth last yes, year. That's what it was. Cause I think so she was probably pre- June or July. She had performed at Juneteenth. Uh-huh. And then With that's the when network DMW. Shout yeah, out to our peeps. Shout out to the network. Oh my God. The network is just Amazing. Just, Coda, the whole thing is growing like crazy. I, I just, I love to see it. I love to see. It's so cool when you watch your friends start something from inception, like from a seed and, then, and grow it and yeah. like stay consistent. E- even when ain't nobody showing up, they like. I'm telling you, I will, I would will write a book on consistency. Yeah. I'm telling you, it's so. It's a thing. Mm-hmm. It's a thing, like for real, y'all. And what's crazy is um, my friend B Nation, who was on the show uh, just last week, you know, she was, we, before we even started recording, she started talking to me about that, about like how when people see you being consistent, that's when they're more willing to support. Because Absolutely. so many people are just like, I'm going to try this wonders. thing and if it don't work, yeah. then I'm going to quit. It's so easy to give up. Yeah. And it's like, nah, are you still going to grind it out when only two, three people are watching your story? You want to get two likes that's it. when you finally drop the podcast. That's it. That's it. And it's like, all right, but at some point... The, the algorithm or the people will pick it up, right? Mm-hmm. And so it's really about like you having a passion and really starting to enjoy the process, which I think I am learning more and more of like, like, nah, this is actually really fun for me. It's, like, this is fun. something, yeah. these are conversations I would be having anyway. Anyway. If I wasn't, these you know, are like
0: our talk today didn't feel nothing different because yeah. this is how we would normally talk. That's real. But you were talking about tea and she rips. Mm-hmm. And that was the first time you ever heard of she rips. Mm-hmm. Yep. So. It's, it it allows us to really like a breakthrough for women who are, and I yeah. always tell, tell recipients, let me know when you're coming out with a product, when you're launching something like, yeah. let's be very strategic about when we do this so that it gives you the visibility that you need. Mm-hmm. To help Mm -hmm. grow whatever audience or visibility that you need. I love it. You know, so I not only do I always look for a good story angle, I'm always talking and coaching people about like this is how you grow your brand or this is the best time Mm -hmm. to break out with a story Mm -hmm. or the story shouldn't focus on you particularly, but. What are you doing? And yeah. mention you in the story. So storytelling is, is so unique. It's a it's it's an art. It is an art in itself. It's yeah. an art. It, it takes you back to hip hop. Hip hop is the originator from storytelling. That's right. That's you know. Man,
1: what's up? Oh, what was my song as a kid? Um, fuck. Uh, here was slick, we go. Yes. That's what. I, <laughs> yep, I was leader. trying to go. When he I, is the not. He's like you could visualize it. Yes. You could literally visualize it. Like yo, he is telling us about how somebody chased down the street and knocked the old woman over, turned around and said, "My bad." Like what? Yeah, yeah. It, like storytelling, y'all. It is. It is incredible, and so it's powerful. And it's another key. shout out to um to um. Dallas Free Press and their journalism program because they are really attempting to garner the next generation of storytellers um Shout in the journalism Those space. That's our partners. We love yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the sister of really the sister of of Dallas uh Weekly. And so yeah, the whole goal is to make sure that our kids understand the the power of storytelling and how you can genuinely not only change the narrative but potentially change the hearts and minds of people mm-hmm. um with with how you present and tell a story in an ethical way. I'm gonna look in the camera and say that in an ethical way. Because that's important. Yeah. So all right, well thank you, Latoya, for sitting with me. I love you so much. You I know, think I you're love it too. Thank you for having amazing. me. Amazing. And me, you and Laura, we are going to get together and do something, the three of us, I don't know what yet, but we'll make it political, but we'll make it fun as well. And um, what I'm going to do for that episode, episode, I'm going to let them dress me. Because when I tell you, these, these girls, they be putting that shit on. <laughs> these motherfuckers can dress, okay? Oh, like, no, I, and I got some dressing ass friends. That's the thing. <laughs> I'll be over here in hoodies and like shorts half the time. No, y'all sweater today. Like, I like that. Man, listen. I need you to give me the deets. It's so cute. These two can dress. So whatever episode we do, if y'all see me looking like something that I don't usually look like is because (laughs) I told them like, hey, put that shit on for me real quick. (laughs) what's up like
0: <laughs> male plan because i just was with male a couple weeks ago and she was flat to death Man, so listen, stop
1: playing with us. listen that was a suit i had to have tapered because i'm <laughs> only 5'4 <laughs> can i
0: say that about fashion you know a lot of people do compliment me about like what i wear and i don't know if it's because they just don't normally see like plus size women but it is so important to get a seamstress mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a personal tailor like the clothes just don't fit like this yeah like i go somewhere and i get it tailored to fit my body shape it is so important yeah that's a whole other
1: conversation Just a little tidbit i want to drop for y'all we no, and maybe that'll be the thing right we'll do like politics and fashion or something and like because i mean we already know election night is a long one um and so we gonna have plenty time (laughs) we have have plenty drinks plenty hookah and plenty time to talk fashion um so yeah no thank you for for sitting with me um y'all make sure y'all follow latoya glamour
0: one dial on instagram twitter linkedin i'm latoya henry
1: all that and follow dallas weekly at dallas weekly on
0: facebook twitter linkedin tiktok all the things (laughs) all
1: the things yeah and y'all make sure y'all follow the green route follow me at I drink politics on all the things um and y'all thank you uh appreciate y'all being with us with the delay we had some delays oh let's talk about the new space real quick so we will be joining Sour Kids Productions in their in their um studio space officially in this is episode four so in six weeks so our next eight week sprint will be um in a new space um Great Black Century, who y'all saw two weeks ago, is actually our new co-producer for this show. I'm I super excited to work with him. So the two of us are going over um, tomorrow, actually, to meet with the people and figure out what we're going to do with that space. And it'll be amazing because now we will have the full setup um, with the full production team more space so we can have more guests um and all of that so i'm it. super excited just about like i mean I, I would call it minimal growth but for me like you know building this a year ago from it's amazing this room right here and being able to actually get into an actual studio with a production team and an agency is just incredible so
0: well i hope after you rewatch, you would be like oh yeah i want to bring toya back <laughs>
1: Hell I have yeah. a lot of fun. Lisa, I'm a lot of fun. I don't know what you thought. Like, I am the queen of reoccurring guests. like and what's crazy is so I used to go on um my friend Avery, he has a show called Um Speak Between the Lines. I don't know, Avery, you need to bring Speak Between the Lines back. Let me point that out. But um they used to do this uh this poll to see which one of their guests would like, you know, rank higher as far as who should be reoccurring. And it was like, people want you back on. And so I love to see the feedback from the episodes because it lets me know what y'all fucking with. Mm -hmm. It lets me know who was giving good insight, who was giving good information. So I am, I'm all, all for Latoya coming back. Number one, because like I love her to death and we have amazing conversations, but also because she adds amazing insight and the whole goal of this show is to not only entertain and engage y'all, but to inform and educate our people about what's going on in this country and in the world. So... 100% 100% will be back. Me, you, and Laura will definitely... Laura, I hope you watching. We will Laura, definitely... I love you. She's just so fly. It's just dumb. It's just crazy. Um, all right, and we're going to get out of here, y'all. So y'all have a great night, and um, we'll talk to y'all later. What up, dog? <laughs> I ain't never seen her <laughs> record hood <laughs> I love it. wouldn't be enough. And they are lucky that what Black people are looking for is equality and not revenge.